What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? Let me get our little banner up here. Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. As always, I am your host, Kevin Shea, and I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me, as always, is uh, my co-host, Care Viajante of Stogie Road Cigars. What's up, Kev? Coming, Same coming, you, live from, coming you live from the Stogie Road Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. That's it. Uh, how's, how's the weather? How's the snow? Oh, we don't have snow. It's just oh you, oh, you, oh, you just had it for those couple days? It melts quickly, yeah. It's cold. Oh. It's chilly, but um, um, it's not too bad right now. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been up and down for us. It's been uh, like 85 for the last like five days, and then it got down into like the 60s, mid-50s, mm -hmm. 60s today, and then now it's back up, so it's kind of weird. Um, and joining us as always, uh, uh, producer Jessica. Producer Jessica, say, say hello to everybody. Producer Jessica will be joining us in the background. Make sure taking care of uh, Hello, making Jess. sure our, 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 us three guys are, are maintaining tonight, keeping us in check, yes. if you will. I, I, I have no control at all. <laughs> <laughs> that that she does not. Um, I uh, got got a, a fitted for my knee brace today, so uh, hopefully these crutches in a week will be a thing of the past. Thank you. I've got my. Uh, consultation tomorrow for uh um for my physical therapy so hopefully we're on the mend the guy looking at my knee today though uh, um even he looked at it and he goes boy you got a lot of atrophy going there and i go yeah i haven't bent my leg in 35 days um that joint's gonna be a little stiff uh, yeah it's, well yeah, yeah. You're, you're, it also means that your muscles around it are what muscles you have around that area um are now turned to veal yeah yeah Oh, oh, yeah. It's uh, I, I have a feeling the first few uh, no days strength. of uh, physical therapy is going to be absolute brutal. Jesse, got to um, support him now because that that leg is going to be bum. It's going to be he's going to need yeah, some strength. Yeah. Jessica, I, 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 I tell you, the, the, I, I'm on it. What, what I, I don't know if every, every if anybody can, uh, if you can hear this, um, everybody be quiet. The sound of these crutches make my family cringe. Like, like care termed, uh, I sound like a broken Terminator walking through the house. Chasing People Sarah Connor that? through the sh through the uh, machinery. Everybody hates it. You know, just it's just okay. Everybody at my work knows how much I hate yeah. it too. Here, here, here comes Kevin. Here comes That's Dad, great. clip clopping through the house. So, all right, well, let's let's get right into it because I need a cigar. Everybody else is smoking uh, with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter. <laughs> cigar Medics Humidimeter. You'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. And mm -hmm. tonight we are at, uh, this one has uh, uh, been in my Daniel Marshall humidor for almost a year now. 
68%, absolutely perfect. And while I'm cutting and lighting this, uh, Kara, what are you smoking tonight? I am smoking the new uh, Robusto, the 5x56 uh, Stogie Road Cigar, the Sandella. Oh, right right on. Yeah, you Both got all your new sides. cigars in. You yeah. got the uh, lens, got the Lanceros in. Um, uh, have you um, have you announced those yet? Like, uh, uh, are they on the website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on the website. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got sampler packs of them. We got the sampler packs of the the Lanceros. They're uh, 40, 42 uh, ring gauge, a little bit bigger than a, the thirty eight from the Lancero. But I mean, I talked to you earlier today. I I smoked mine lasted two hours. Yeah, yeah, I saw you. Showed, they showed the timestamp of those. A two hour Lancero. That is mm-hmm. pretty good. So yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah, right on. So uh, uh, anybody interested in the new cigars, uh, links down below. Obviously, for all of our social medias, our guest Brad Reed tonight, Zeal Cigars, uh, Care uh, with Stogie Road Cigars, um, all the links, uh, websites, all that. So you don't have to guess where to go. So definitely go out and check out uh, Care's new cigars. And uh, Jessica, what are you what are you smoking tonight? I am smoking the Nicaragua. Oh, oh yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Very nice. Absolutely fantastic it's cigar. Still on me. What's that? No, no, it's uh, yeah, we 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 uh, we took it off. So uh, all right, um, without any uh, um, actually, can you no, hear we, me yeah, okay, you... Kev? Yeah, you're fine. Why did you say something? Oh, let me get back to me. Why did you say yes, something? No, no, I, I just want to make sure oh. my. Oh, I, I have. I, I just want to make sure that this uh, you all can hear me with the. Uh, this nice, beautiful uh, rabbit oh, air. The, the, uh, the, the new rabbit air. And uh, we're going to talk about that because Brad just got one too. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I can't, I can't even hear it. I can't, if that light wasn't on, I wouldn't even know it was on. It's it's on you high know? too. And that's, what's really nice as well with being a little smoke in here. It's on high and, and it's, if you can't hear it, it's not even disturbing me. So. Oh, wow. So, all right, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, 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 uh thank our sponsors. We'll get Brad in. We'll see how he's liking his rabbit air. Um, so, uh, just want to take a moment to thank, uh, JC Newman cigars, cigar medics, Amendola cigars. We are the muscle Excelsior tobacco makers of the Dumia Lydia GTO cigars. Those who know smoke GTO Corona cigar. And of course, Drew estate and experience acid. All right. So waiting patiently in the experience acid green room is a man that needs no introduction. Brad Reith of Zeal cigars. What hey. is going Hi, how you doing? Bradley from Zill Cigars here with, uh, I would call him the great beard, Kevin, and the greater beard, Kier, if I could. My beard is just humbled and adorned to be in the same presence as these beards. So, <laughs> and, 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 and Jessica, no beard. So, which is Jessica, no beard. They, yeah, that's, we don't want to see Jessica with a beard. So, no, me neither. <laughs> Uh, between you, between you and Kev, though, I am the lowest man on the totem pole when it comes to the beard length and uh, yeah. duration. I just can grow them quickly. That's that's yeah. That's all I got. You know, plus plus you, you you do meetings all day. You're on Zoom twelve hours a day. You can't. You know, you gotta yeah, you gotta be presentable. I don't know, Bradley and I. Not that we're not presentable, but. You know, you're more of a, a business-esque beard. But I'm working on the longer part here. It's been I'm, I've been growing yeah. up the trying to sh- make it shapely. So uh, yeah, so uh, biz- I don't have a business-esque beard. Is that what's happening? I don't have a business-esque beard. I think, what beard. I think I, it's exactly yeah. what he said. Yeah, uh, I, I you know, I, it's, it's very maybe it's your size. Maybe it's your sky it's size. It just makes you scary. Like, 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 you don't want to go up against, you don't want to go up against like negotiations with Brad. Like when that guy walks in, you're like, 
what the hell is this? You know, it's you know, big brat. I used big to do that. In the, I used to do that in corporate world. It was pretty fun. My beard was shorter and, and, and uh, browner then, but you know, maybe yeah, now, yeah. I, 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 could, I could do better. Yeah. So, better. Uh, so, so, someone had a, a stogie meditation. Uh, uh, Brad, is, is your lighting off, or is that a candela? What are you smoking tonight? I am smoking. I'm actually smoking the Frank's candela in our sanitarium uh, series. It's a good candela. It's a very, it's our best candela that we sell. It's actually uh, nice grassy notes with some uh, sweet molasses on there. So. Not nearly as good, probably, as the sweet, grassy, gringo stuff that uh, Kier does. But for us, it works out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, you know, Kier and I, yeah, Kier and I are definitely a lovers of the of the candela. And uh, and, and I don't know if if you if you caught our uh, um, uh, KMA or, or been watching because Bradley said so. Kier and I were releasing a cigar together that has candela mm-hmm. on the filler. So hopefully that'll be out soon. Well, that would be, be amazing. In- yeah. Well, yeah, we'll definitely be mean? interested to see what your thoughts of that cigar is because it is unique and you Not have a very it's damn good. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I said, well, I mean, James from Sinistro. So, you know what? It's it's Sinistro's mm-hmm. Candela, Brad. So, you know what Sinistro okay. can put yeah. out, you know, when, when it sure, comes sure, to sure. Candela. So, uh, uh-huh. so yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely have to get you some. Um, okay. What's uh, what, what's what's your weather like out there, Brad? Uh, let's see. Right now it's 70 and sunny. sunny. It's beautiful. So, but since water here in, in in Phoenix freezes around sixty, we're freezing. We all have hoodies on, but we have shorts on. We have hoodies and shorts, you know. Yeah, so we're hoodies and shorts. Weather. <laughs> it's uh, it's nice though. I mean, everything's been great. I I came in and it's just an incredible incredible day out there, and just love it, love it. It's it's cold at night though. It gets down to like forties and sometimes thirties at night. So, I'm looking forward to March coming on. Yeah. It's a uh, uh, and then and then you say that and then March turns into July. <laughs> yeah. yeah, March. It's pretty fast how it does it here in Phoenix. It's, I mean, some days in March are like, you know, eighty, and then once a day you hit a ninety degree, and then June you start hitting the hundreds a little bit near the end, and then July and August are just hell months, man. They're just the two months that you everybody here is like, why do we live here? I mean, we see you see the devil walking the streets, and he's like hot, and you're like, okay, it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> You know, yeah. so I mean, it's 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 pretty bad. So, That's yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we 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 feel that here too. Care, have you have you been all over? You ever been out to Phoenix? I've been to Phoenix once for an interview and only spent a very short amount of time there. I literally, I was in and out. Um, unfortunately, didn't expect to spend a lot of time out there. I did. My aunt does live out there, um, and I am looking to eventually get out to that area. I know. Uh, with all the, the yes. cigar stores and just everything else. And Brad's out there. So you got to show up out there. It's <clears throat> Brad's out not, there. Not to mention, like it's, it's uh, our real estate here is crazy. It's been, it's, I mean, my, my house, I bought that last January appreciated a hundred thousand dollars in a, in a year. It's mm. just nuts. I, I mean, it's like that kind of all over the place, <laughs> but here in Phoenix, it jumped up big time because some people are moving here from California and New York. Those are the two States that are coming to Phoenix, particularly in Scottsdale more than we've yeah. ever seen. You know, yeah, so California is going to Arizona and Texas, man. They're really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get. OK, so um, uh, our friend Stogie Meditation, he's headed in your way, Brad. Um, he's, he drives a semi for a living. Is there somewhere yeah. he can park that near, <clears throat> near you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. A lot of semi truckers stop by here and we love them. We have a street right next to our shop, which is like a kind of a, a longer. It's a regular street. Like it goes back in the neighborhood. And sometimes you have two or three trucks parked out there. 
you know, guys come in, get the cigar, smoke in the truck, or come in here and sit in the lounge, take a break. So right just just past, you know, if you're going south, past the Il Cigars, the Il Cigars will be on your right side. Right past the Il Cigars on your right is a street. I forget the street's called right now, but it's the first street on your right. It's right next to right on the corner right there. All right, nice. right, right on. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, a, a great, a great guy. So, uh, yeah. a, a, another person that'll get to meet Brad Reith before me. Uh, Lo- Lo- Logan's a Logan's a good dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, uh, it'll be super, super cool if he can swing through. Could there. the universe take us meeting? That's the I, question, Kevin. I, I, I know. Would it just explode? And if Care was there as well, would there be an explosion of just brotherly and sisterly of the leaf love that would just go crazy? Not that we're sisters in any way. Yeah, it, it, but, it, know, it, so. it, it would. It'd be all nuts. encompassing, Brad. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to go. All trying, encompassing. I got banned on YouTube. I got banned on YouTube. So I'm trying to be politically correct as possible with everything that I say now. Yes, and we're, and we're going to get into that in a few minutes. But uh, I want to get uh, uh, Care had uh, touched upon. Earlier, Carrot has the new Rabbit Air minus A3. I've had mine for about two weeks now. And Brad, you got yours uh, about a week ago. Um, yes. How, how's everybody liking there so far? Kara, you'd mention it. Um, uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, it's, it, I love it. I mean, um, you know, you know I, I, I have my studio set up in the garage. And well, on beautiful days, it's great to have the door open. But on cold days... You know, you still have to have the door open to air out the uh, the, the Stogie Road Studios and a, and a space heater. And today, um, I didn't have the door open. And and it's silent. You know, I do conference calls all day. You know, we're on the show right now. You can't hear it. Um, it, it it's on high. It's silent. And it worked. It worked fantastic. Perfect, Brad. What, what are Big your fan. What are your thoughts on uh, on on your unit unit? So I'm always leery about a new product that comes out of something that's already been so good. And the Rabbit Air minus A2 is a phenomenal piece of machinery. How it works to filter out cigars. We have two of them in our lounge. So we have two of them in our lounge, and we also have a vent filter. Should there be more than, like, I don't know, four or five people? Now, one of those machines is supposed to do about 800 square feet. Uh, We just find that when there's two or three people in there, having two of them there filters the cigars, filters the smoke out really quick and everything. Um, But we also have a vent that goes back and and goes out the, the back door. Uh, but this new one they released, I was super impressed with it. I was just impressed with how quiet it is, how easy it is to use. And the coolest thing is you can schedule it and work everything from your phone. Yeah. That to me was really, really impressive. And Justin made a great point on the video where he said, one of the best things if you're, if you're, if you're getting together with your boys and you have to worry about turning it off, you guys are going to leave at you know 12 midnight. Uh, you just leave the room, you know, and at one o'clock it kicks on or, you know, it turns off at one o'clock. After it's had extra time to filter out stuff. So the fact that you can schedule something like that and that it's so good and it's, it's even more, it's way more quiet than the, than the A2, just so you know. The oh, A, yeah. A3 yeah. is way more quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very good. You know, yeah, Brad, you I, said something. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kev. No, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, the one thing that I, th- I thought was pretty cool, and when it comes to these, I'm reading instruction, is um, you can set it where it'll, it'll pick up on the, uh, um, on the particles in the room. So it'll be at it'll be on low, and as the smoke increases and you start to smoke more, it'll start kicking up and actually turn that fan up and process it at higher. And then when it it processes all the smoke and 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 the uh, um, and, and it starts purifying the air, it'll actually lower again. You don't have to sit there and you know turn it up on high because right. you know everybody's going to be here smoking and turn it down before you leave. It actually adjusts to the to the sensors of what's going on in the environment. 
so I, I agree with you, Kier, <laughs> but the A, the A2 does that too. What the A3 does that blew my mind was you could see the particle change on the phone. Yes. You could see the gra- – I was like, are you serious? I haven't gotten the graphics on the phone yet. Yeah. That sounds It's cool. crazy. It's not yeah. – so I was – Super impressed, super impressed. Yeah, you know, I, I really thought I would miss the uh, the remote control from the A2, and that was my only negative on the A3. But um, but like Kara said, I, I have it on automatic. It kicks up, it kicks down. Occasionally on my phone, I'll I'll, I'll kick it, I'll kick it up. Um, especially after I leave the room, I really want. Maybe there's not as many particles in the air, but that smell is still there. So I'll, like Brad said, I'll keep it going for a couple of hours. And then, you know, really do that, that cleaning. Uh, the one thing a couple people had mentioned to me was like the price of the filters. They've gone up. They're about $115 for a filter pack. But I tell everybody it's a year. It's once a year yeah. you're replacing those. Now, Brad, maybe a little sooner, but in, in this lounge here, Jessica and I, two people smoking multiple cigars a day. I went nine months and I could have gone a year, you know, so. so. Yeah, we do. We and do the complexity of the filter pack too is amazing. When you look at how that's yeah. layered and the different levels with the charcoal and everything else, it's actually pretty impressive. We we go probably once a quarter or three times a year, you know, depending on you know how many people come in and smoke and how we see. But uh, let me say this about the the rabbit air filter. I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenal thing. But one of the misnomers is is that it's meant to take the odor of cigar completely out of it. It doesn't completely. You're still yeah. going to smell cigars, and so. One of the things I think that one of the misnomers of humans look at them to open up a cigar shop, you know, that's in like a strip mall or something like that. And they're like, well, I'm going to get the rabbit air. It's going to take care of all my problems. It will drastically reduce the cigar mm-hmm. smell. But you have to understand after skunk cigar is the most, one of the most potent, beautiful smells there is actually on earth. It really is. <laughs> so when you, that's why if you, you saw a guy walking down the street when you're a kid who's smoking a cigar, you smell it like a mile back. You're like, Oh, look at that. Smell that. Grandpa smoking a cigar or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my uh my lawyer when I used to go into his office and I wouldn't smoke that day that I would go in, but just being in my being in my office here prior to going to see him and uh, he'd come in and he goes, "Oh, I love it when you come in. It always smells like cigar smoke." And I'm like, "I, oh, I yeah. have clean clothes on." I mean, it's it's <laughs> sticking, you know, but I you know, we can't smell it before. But Brad, uh, when you were designing Zeal cigars, cuz uh, I I feel like that in 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 care maybe you can back me up on this. I feel like smoke odor eliminate smoke elimination and odor elimination is like the last thing on cigar shop owners mind you go across country and we have a local lounge here you get more than six or seven guys we can't be in there you know we got to start opening up the doors they just don't they they don't get it was that when you were designing zeal cigars where was that on your list was that like at the beginning like we got it we got to take care of the smoke no in fact we started designing we started i mean you know, originally I had an investor that wanted to start Zeal Cigars with me. And then my parents came in and said, let's do this as a family company and make it ours. And so we went, we went ahead and did that instead. Um, but my big fight with my parents is I just want to do everything online. I didn't want to lounge or I didn't want a retail shop at all, you know, and until I started getting in the, uh, the industry a little bit and they were like, well, you need a lounge if you're going to have our product in there. And so many manufacturers want a lounge or they want at least a retail shop. And so, I, I, I bowed to the, you know, the, the almighty uh, parents and I was a good son and played along and I was like, OK, we'll have a, we'll have a lounge. I, I'm, I'm going to say this about cigar lounges and everyone who loves lounges is going to hate me. And everyone who's in the business will agree with me. They make you no money and they're a headache every time you have. They just are headaches. They really are. And so because um, you have that, it's always that one guy who's the headache. The one guy who comes in and buys a two dollar cigar 
sits in your lounge, uses all your Wi-Fi, and watches movies the whole time while he works. And you're like, yeah. and he and he stays there for eight hours. And you're like, what? Can you just get maybe a five dollar cigar? No, he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, big so, yeah, right. So, um, but I mean, when, when designing our lounge, we wanted to be small because we don't want we don't want a, a bunch of group of guys sitting here. And usually, the biggest groups in there are somewhere between six to eight people, you know, at a time. Some guys bring in ten, and we're putting other chairs up there. At that point, we put we put on the ventilation fan, and the ventilation fan sucks all the air out of there every two minutes. So every yeah. two minutes, all the smoke's out of there. And it's no matter how much we smoke, it doesn't really get smoky. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been in, I've been in a poker game at a lounge one time in Ohio in Columbus, Ohio, where it's like, everybody was okay with breathing, breathing everybody else's smoke. I was there for two minutes and went all in. I was just done. I couldn't do it. I was like, I, I tried, I couldn't enjoy my cigar. I couldn't taste it. Cause I was just, you know, I had this guy right here and it's like, What's your hand, kid? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> His name was Mickey. I remember that. Mickey it's from all, Boston. It's always Mickey. It's always right? a Mickey. <laughs> you know, care. How many Mickeys have you met in your life at the lounges? There's always a Mickey. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but but care, have you found that? It seems like when you when you travel lounges, it just I I, I don't know. For me, it just unless it's like a, a, a huge Rocky Patel, it seems like nobody cares about the smoke. No, it's actually funny. Is uh, the, I don't know if if their their thought process. The one lounge, there's a couple lounges I've been to where they did take that in consideration and revamp the ventilation system. But um, I was in a, a Daryl Iverson just popped on. He and I were at, at our shop, our local shop, and it's a pretty big area. But it, it the smoke was just intense, and we're like, why is it like so foggy and smoky? There's not that many people here, and they have fans, ceiling fans, all around the top. And as we noticed, the fans were actually oscillating the wrong way. So you'd see the smoke go up to the fans, and it would push ah. it back down into the group. So everything from the fan above was clear, you know, was clear. <laughs> but it was like this box of Funny. smoke. And Daryl's like, did you see that? I'm like, what? He's like, Daryl's very observant, very particular. Yeah. And he pointed out to me, I'm like, son of a bitch, this smoke is going up and being pushed right back down into everybody else. Yeah, I make sure we got a fan right above us, and it's going in reverse. And then when I placed my Rabbit Air, I we actually smoked in here with the fan, and we we figured out where it was it was funneling the smoke, and then that's where we put the Rabbit Air. So the fan goes around, fires <clears> it at the Rabbit Air, sucks it up, and then I do have an exhaust fan right above me as well, uh, uh, Brad. It can. Uh, this is only eight hundred cubic feet of space, a hundred square feet, and it can uh, it can turn over all the air in this room every like 45 seconds, you know, when I okay. turn it on. So, and that's what some people do. So that's for the, for the smell. It'll get that smell out and get fresh air in. Sure, um, sure. But Brett, you, know, you had mentioned you had investors opening up a, a Zeal Cigars there. You had mentioned to me one time that you wanted to open up a, uh, another, another uh, Zeal Cigars, possibly in Ohio. Um, yeah. So my, what, whatever my, happened with that? So my folks, my folks live now, it, it's a little more easy to, to be able to do that. So, my folks live half the year in uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, and then half the year in uh, in Arizona. So we're basically snowbirds, and so uh, that's a really good possibility this summer coming to uh, Cincinnati. Um, so we're looking into those those aspects of it. You know, this past year was so crazy as far as COVID, so we we're really busy and everything else like that. <laughs> it wouldn't be possible to try to figure out how can we split our inventory between two different places. But if we did do that, we'd ship. East Coast that way, West Coast this, this way. 
you know, sort yeah. of make our shipping so much faster and everything else like that. So uh, we're, we, it's still on the horizon for us. We're pretty excited about it. Um, we don't talk about it a lot because it feels like everything that we talk about always gets delayed. So I have a website that is still <laughs> freaking getting delayed. And I just, I want it to be perfect. I want it to like. I, I know because you've been, you've been telling me about this website for six months. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. And I like I, my webmaster's behind it and everything like that. He's like, if we just tweak this. And I'm like, look, bro, we need to get this thing up sooner or later because people are starting to want my, want my head on, on a plate. And, uh, you know, and then, and then we have other cigars coming in. I mean, it's just, I should never say anything. I just can't keep it in. I'm just so excited about it. You know, and there, I, if I say one more time when our primordials are going to come in, you know, it's, it's just, it's the first, 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 uh, first generation Cuban seed. It's a beautiful Connecticut and we're releasing it in a, uh, Maduro and a Habano as well. First generation Cuban seed, not split, not hybrid first generation Cuban seed, um, they're supposed to be here like the end of January, maximum at the end of January. And they just ship Friday from Nicaragua. So, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's one of those things that you just, you, you do everything you can to control it, but you know, everything's, we're in upside down land right now, you know? So Care, know Care, what... Care knows how you feel with those, uh, with his Lanceros, you know, that's, that's been what, four months, five months. What waiting for him? Yeah. Before <laughs> they finally came in. It's it's been a couple of months. It wasn't. Uh, it's it's been probably I think uh, two and a half months, but well worth the wait. But those two and a half months, I was pacing the floor like an expectant father. Now now, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, but see, <clears throat> Kara, I think I think you're like you're more of a. I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna go I'm gonna go spiritual on you like right now. Like Kara, Kara's like a cardinal, right? He's like a cardinal. And so, like, I could see Curious, like, no one can really get mad at Curious. He's like a cardinal in the church. You can't really mess, get, mess with this cardinal. If you've seen the young pope, the, the, the show of the young pope, you know what I'm talking about. So, Cure, you're like a cardinal, right? And <clears throat> your people respect you. My people are vicious. I get, I get messages from people who are like, what is your problem? Why in the world would you say this? <clears throat> I had a guy tell me, he goes, he, goes, he goes, I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm done. I'm like, what, what did I do? He goes, you, you tout us with these cigars that you swear are going to be in. They're never in. And when you get them, then they sell out. And I'm tired of it. And I'm like, I'm really sorry, dude. Like, is there anything I can do to make it up for you? He goes, no. I just want you to hear me. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. This is a phone call. This is a phone call, bro. And I'm like, I'm like uh, okay. I'm, I'm really sorry, man. Um, is there anything I do to make up? Nope. I just want to tell you. I'm just sick of it. Don't, don't tell us anymore until you have the cigars in your hand that you're going to take and you're going to sell them like, so, like, if I'm developing something, you don't want to know about that. He goes, no, I don't. I'm I, like, well, I, then you need to tune out. <laughs> I'll I, I tell you, you know, the, uh, we, Jessica and I, uh, uh, um, and, and we won't say the, uh, uh, the, uh, the shop or anything else, but we got burned, <laughs> not burned, but we got kind of, we got kind of screwed a couple months back when uh, touted a pre-order of cigars. Hey, these are in. Everybody getting down. I bet Jessica and I sold 100 boxes of these cigars. And instead of going from Nicaragua, they went to Greece. Uh, like eight pallets of uh, cigars. Everybody was reaching out. I trusted you. These cigars aren't coming in, and they're from a they're from a big manufacturer. I'm like, hey, you know, you know the manufacturer. They're good for it. You know, I, I'm sorry. You know, I. That manufacturer also came out. Yeah, and that manufacturer did some videos, which helped which helped everybody out. But after that, we're like, never again. We will not get involved oh, in no. a, pre a pre order again. No. 
because um, we yeah. weren't making any money. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't even a, a, a sponsorship. We were doing it for a friend. Right. Well, it's not about making right. money. Yeah. It's also just about the unpredictability of it. I mean, yeah. there's no way to like guarantee anything. Oh yeah. So that's what makes it difficult. Yeah. No. So even the even the manufacturer even the manufacturer said I told them not to do pre-orders. <laughs> you, I was gonna say you don't know what's gonna what's gonna be the hangup. Like you know yeah. with, with 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 the robustos that we came out with and then the lanceros lanceros, it was boxes. You know everything's ready to go. Boxes you can't you can't find you know can't swing a dead cat around. You know a year ago you know everybody's a box maker now. Wood's hard to right, find. Right. Boxes are difficult to make. Um, the screening process, yeah. you know, and, and the drying process, you know, in Nicaragua. So I had to make a decision. Do I sit around waiting and hoping that a box factory is going to be able to fit us in and get some boxes? Or do we have to make some, you know, some movement that, and, and go with butcher paper and cellophane and, and stickers and make them look nice? And, and we just had to do that because, I mean, the box factory is fantastic and done a great job with the Toros, but they're so busy and they're taking orders uh, and with, with any, with any uh, shortage of, of wood, it's just impossible. It's impossible. I, I went, I went, yeah. I learned from Brad, uh, all of our cigars. I, I as much as I want to do butcher paper, as much as I want to do cellophane, like, like shrink wrapped, I do bags, stickers, th- throw them in yeah. a bag, a five pack, 10 pack, put a sticker in there. Yeah, dude, yeah. I would never, I mean, that you're coming, you're coming to a place where, you know, in, in the industry and with the shortages of everything else like that, uh, you, if you're not a major manufacturer, you're gonna have a problem getting boxes. You know, now for another business that I have, I have over ten thousand cigar boxes up in my loft that I'm looking at right now that I'm sure yeah. the manufacturers would love to buy back and have offered uh, at certain times, but right. I'm not because I got them for another business I'm using. Oh yeah, yeah and so. and then care and care obviously has to have boxes. He sells to retailers. Retailers don't want loose cigars in bags, so he, he's on a whole separate end. Then, well, the, he's the cardinal. He's the cardinal. He's yeah. The, cardinal. the first time we did boxes, and the reason why that the the Toros and the second shipment came in, I ordered extra boxes. I had extra boxes made first time around, so it was like, okay, we need you know, like you said, five thousand boxes. You know, make ten thousand, make seven thousand, and keep the rest there for the next order. The difficulty with the Lanceros and with the with the uh, with the uh, Robustos was, I didn't know what I knew I was going to come out the Lanceros, but I didn't know what the other Vital was going to be, and we ended up going with a five by fifty six instead of like a five by fifty or five by fifty two with a bigger ring gauge. So, um, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. If I'd have known then what I know now. I'd have had some boxes made up for the, for the yeah. <laughs> so, You and Toby Keith, bro. You and Toby Keith. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? So, 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 Brad, I want to talk about uh, um, uh, your new employee. I saw a video. This young girl, Qu- Quinta, 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 Quinta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinta, been where? Around, been around for like six months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just recently saw a video. I'm behind because you produced <laughs> you produced nine nine thousand videos. Hold on, a week. hold on. Shut up. Shut up, Kevin. Shut up, Kevin. Shut up, Kevin. You produce and put on stuff on Facebook. Look, here's Bradley. Here's this other channel. Here's my channel over here. It's, it's awesome, dude. Say, by the way, congratulations, bro. In all sincerity, love you to death. And I absolutely love seeing you. You you deserve it. You do a great job with your show. I am absolutely 100% encouraged. So somebody did text me like, dude, Kevin's blowing up. I'm like, I know. He deserves it. He's, he puts a lot more effort into his shows than I do. I sit down, <laughs> turn the camera, and just go. Kevin's like yeah. got 
eight pages of notes. I'm like, how do you do that? You know, it's embarrassing, that. isn't it? But when, <laughs> I joined, when I joined Kevin, I was like, yeah, dude, I'd love to join you. I'm like, he goes, how do you do it? I'm like, well, I do a little bit of research. Then I kind of have questions. I have a dialogue. What do you do? He's like, here. And he sends me an email. I'm like, <laughs> right? Seriously? I try to do it on boxing. And I'm like, how does Kevin so smooth? I'm like, I guarantee Kevin has a script. And he has just like pointing the cameras exactly at the right moment. I just, <laughs> it's just so well organized. You, you want to that... know what's funny about the unboxings? That's the only thing he freestyles. Yeah, yeah. that's, 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 that's is my is my unboxings. I would, if, I would if, never know it. I would never yeah, know it, Kevin. If, 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 there, if there if there's something really difficult, um, I will print off a uh, just a sheet, um, in large uh, font, and I'll tape it to the camera. You know, just so I can get like numbers or something like that. You know, so I can look at the camera. But but yeah, if if you look at like my the reflection of my glasses, you won't see a teleprompter. You won't see notes. I pretty much wing all my unboxings. I just I Wait. do my research. I study, study, study. Yeah. And then um and then I just uh, I just wing it. So, so tell us where did you find Quinta. this? Quinta. Yeah, Quinta. Where did you find Quinta this died. young African American cigar smoking woman? How did she come into Zeal Cigars? I, I think she came in one time as a customer with her mom and uh, they were looking for some cigars and uh, she would just come in all the time and uh, we just start to start up a conversation. Now she's really good friends with my sister, Carrie. So Carrie, if you come into our, into, into our shop and you are female, she will absolutely befriend you. You'll have to exchange numbers by the end <laughs> of the, the conversation and you'll be later on going out to dinner later on. That's, that's how Carrie, Carrie knows no stranger and is friends with everybody. So, <clears throat> things things starting to pick up and stuff. We need some more help. And uh, I asked Carrie, I said, do you know anybody that, you know, maybe we could get up here? She goes, what about Quinta? And I'm like, Quinta, 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 Quinta. Oh, yeah, Quinta. And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about her? I'm like, I don't know. I want to interview her. So I interviewed her and uh, her answer, she's just eloquent as all get out. And she's a sweetheart. And the other thing people don't know about her is she's kind of a badass. Like she's she wears, she only wears Harley Davidson stuff. She doesn't ride Harley Davidson. She just likes it, and she has this this uh, this company. This is like my little sister I'm talking about. So I'm trying to be as 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 uh, as older brother as I can. She wears. She has this company. She only buys her jewelry from, which is like this kind of badass motorcycle company. So she likes all things like biker stuff. Like I, I'm I'm convinced she's gonna get married to this like big Harley biker dude or something like that. So uh, you know, and I don't ride Harley. So I was like, I, I, she comes in. She's wearing this. I'm like where's your bike? She's like, she's like, I just like this. And she's very, very matter of fact, very like, uh, she's very funny, but she's very like, I feel like I can't joke with her sometimes. There's times where we're joking and she's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to I don't know. <laughs> so like, you know, things that I've obviously been sarcastic about. She's like, what, what is that supposed to mean? I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check the, yeah. Yeah, I was checking yeah. the specs on the rotor in the yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. Tommy boy Tommy boy yeah uh, yeah so, <laughs> so I was it was uh it was fun but so I love Quinta she's a, she's an important part of our team so she just graduated college and she's got a full time gig now and she works here part she says she says I'm I have I have no intentions of leaving I just got to take my part down and part time down to a lower part time so she works on Saturdays here you know okay. so my, my, and we all take shifts on Saturdays I take one Saturday a month Carrie Justin and then my folks are up here like this Saturday. So uh, it's it's we just kind of all rotate on a Saturday, and then Sunday we're closed. Okay, right, right, right yeah. on. It, it, it's good mm -hmm. seeing some new young 
young blood into the uh, uh, into the cigar world because you don't you go into lounges you don't see young people you know working. No, up, yeah. up here, I mean, like just our lounge up here, there was uh, a twenty a twenty three year old, a twenty two year old, another thirty year old, and then just so Justin and Quinta and that young group, they all come. It's pretty interesting. They they come and hang out, and it, it's it's somewhat kind of they they found us through YouTube. So these guys will come in and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, you saw on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm I'm older and fatter in person. You know, she, they're, she's, they're, they're like, yeah, no, no, no. I love your YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, what, what can I be fine? And so, like, when someone says that, I go straight into business mode because I don't want to talk about YouTube because I'm like, I know. I'm kind, of embar- I'm kind of embarrassed that I do it. Like, my son, I just got to tell you this, dude. My son is like, dad, you need to get off YouTube. You're 47 now. This is really embarrassing. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a TikTok just for you. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Dad, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> you know what? One of one of the the kids at work, and he's like twenty four. Uh, Brandon, uh, he mm-hmm. was at home one day. And this is probably going back like six months ago. And his girlfriend is on TikTok, you know, just watching. And she's like, "Oh, hey, w- watch this uh, funny TikTok." As we all do, we all show everybody the TikTok. Right. And then right. uh, she shows it to him, and Brandon's like, "Yeah, I work with that guy." And she's like, "You do not." And she's like, "Yeah," he, or he goes, "Yeah, it's Kevin. I work with him." No way. No. So yeah, she, I came up on her for you page. I don't know how she's not a cigar smoker, but, but yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's a crazy thing. So, so like a lot of young people come out here and it's fun, man, because I I mean, remember I was an old youth pastor and I was a youth pastor for a long time. So like, I love young people. I love hanging around. I love their energy and everything like that. And I love it. Honestly, they're very inquisitive about cigars. So they're kind of like, Hey dude, this is my first cigar. I'm very new to this. What would you recommend? And what have you So that to me, that's a, a fresh young mind is wonderful to mold in the cigar industry. So you're able to say, or not really mold, but say influence, like, hey, this is what I would recommend. And 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 by the way, the young ones, they go from zero to 100. So this guy comes in today. I hope he watches this later on. He's a good guy. I like him to death. I, I love him to death. He's been here for about a year now. And he's like, <clears throat> I'm like in and out of cigars all the time, dude. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm just So I give him a, a lighter cigar today when he comes in. His first cigar is a lighter cigar. He's like, Dude, I'm really wanting to amp it up now. I'm ready to go go hardcore. I'm like, okay, all right. Um, well, then try this cigar. And I gave him my heaviest cigar, my absolute banger of a heaviest cigar. And he comes out and he's like, whoa, this is, I need to sit by the door for a little bit. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, it's pretty heavy, dude. This is like legit, sa- what do you call it, savage? This is legit yeah. savage. And I'm like, okay, all right, man. Are you okay? Do you want some water? He's like, nah. I'm just gonna drink my diet coke and just sit here like this. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's, he's got the oh, DC like a gentleman. <laughs> oh my god! So so uh, uh, next topic I want to bring up. Uh, uh, Care has a YouTube channel. We got Cigar Show Tim uh, has a YouTube channel. Um, yeah. So for for people listening in the future, we get other people. Uh, so maybe they can learn from Brad's mistakes. Probably not for me. I'm just gonna do whatever <laughs> I want. But uh, um, you got suspended from YouTube on uh, which which channel was it? That got sus- that that got you suspended. The Zeal Cigar one. The Zeal Cigar okay. one. So I went back. Let me tell you what I think I did. That, by the way, when YouTube bans you, they never tell you what what you did. Yeah, they I know. won't tell you why. They just say like you violated a, a community standard. And so, <laughs> uh, so Justin and I was so one of the things about JB and my relationship is he thinks I'm such a a baby for drinking coffee with cream and sugar. I like cream and sugar in my coffee. I'm sorry, I'm a man. That's what I like. Sorry, get over get over it. And then we're talking about a cigar that tastes, you know, like marshmallows. He says, yeah, I put marshmallows in my, in my hot chocolate. 
and I said this to him. I was like, "You fairy, you put marshmallows in your chocolate." I think that's what uh, I think by saying you, fa- yeah, yeah. So I was just playing around with two friends. It wasn't really derogatory. It wasn't I wasn't anti-homosexual or anything like that. But I think that's what got it. And I was like, "Oh, but, but I also I like there's times that like." I there's times that I influence a cigar. There's times that I sell a cigar. You know what I'm talking about? Like there's a yeah. cigar that you really believe in. And you're like, Hey dude, you guys got to get this. This is where it's at. Blah, 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 blah. And I think I sold it too hard at that time. So I think they took everything in that video and they're like, Nope, but I didn't violate the community standards. And one of the community standard standards that I didn't violate um, was a big one and about having you know, links and stuff. And so I went, I called, I emailed them immediately and said, this is typical of what you guys are doing. You guys don't like influencers like me. Anything with ATF, you guys are demon. You already demonetized us. Now you're just trying to kick us off YouTube. I got about a thousand friends that feel the same way. Blah 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 blah. I'm tired of it, and we might just all take our content somewhere else. But thanks for nothing. Goodbye. That's all I said on the emails. Just something like that, and uh, and I was pretty harsh. I was pretty. I was obviously angry, and two days later, unbanned. And yeah. not telling again, not telling me why I did or wasn't banned, you know, or something like that. So, uh, you know, back back in what was it uh, ten years ago? You could say anything like that on a comedy tour and it'd be funny, but now you're banned, yeah. you know. So I mean, like, it's just it, it, we're just an upside down world. Everyone's politically correct with everything. When you see ultra liberals like Bill Maher is a centrist, you gotta be I, saying to yourself. It's this kind of upside down world, is it? Bill Mars, he's like giving the this the ultra left like the the right hook with his with his monologues. Have you seen this? You're like yeah. everyone's he's like, everyone's too like you guys are too politically correct. You guys are too weird. You're you're nuts. You're nuts. So like I think that I those people by the way don't ever come to Zeal, but um if and when they do, we're like super good friends and we're like we have great conversation. It's not a weird. Super political thing, so I don't understand what happened with it. Anyways, we got back on. That's all. That's all I care about right now. So, uh, Carrie, you've been in so l- l- lounges. We all have our disagreements. Uh, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, whatever. But yeah. you know, you, you come together for for, for well, everything. Everything's everything's kind of left at the door. That's why I was like yeah. cigar lounge. You know, everything's left at the door, and you just have conversations. When you talk to people, you really get back. I mean, you really get down to what's important. You know, family. Uh, the cigar you're smoking, Um, you know, I think you really get to know, and this is my personal opinion. I really got to know people personally at a cigar lounge and um, I do more listening than talking. I do because I think, you know, no matter what my beliefs are, my thoughts, if I'm not open-minded enough to listen to someone who opposes my view and better understand where they're coming from, um, then at at some point, you know, uh, I'm no better than anybody else. Uh, who's out there criticizing folks. So I like to listen. I like to make sure I, I better understand the person I'm talking to. If they have a different of opinion, I want to listen because I've got, I've had some conversations where some folks have made some great points and it's, it's changed my perspective on things. Hashtag Cardinal Cure. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Cardinal Cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's it. That, uh like you said, the problem, the problem is this is I, I think we've lost the art of being able to have a discussion and, and oh, having yeah. a difference Absolutely. of opinion. Yeah. We've lost mm-hmm. that art. It's yeah. everything is yeah. so extreme. You gotta want to label, you gotta want to do that. And I'll tell you, I, it's like well, it's very disheartening because you really don't get to know people when you're when you're when you're listening 
to respond instead of listening to understand. When you're listening to respond, you're still in your echo chamber. When you're listening to understand, you're actually open to learn new things. And that's scary for some folks who may not be comfortable with themselves. Yeah, that is Pope care talking now. That's not even cardinal care. Uh, <laughs> right? I'm at the right? pontificate on Facebook later. Yeah. To my <laughs> minions. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, so 45 minutes in, let, let's get into, everybody I saw the thumbnail. Uh, we're talking about cigar list, cigar reviewers, influencers. So, we're going to get right into it. Um, if anybody, if, if anybody has, if we say something and you have a comment or you have a question and you can't articulate it into the screen, um, send me a, a PM on Facebook. Jessica will, she's at the ready. She'll send you a link. If you want to come on the show, ask your question. Uh, am I at and, the ready? Yeah, you're ready. If it happens, uh, um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll let okay. you know. Um, so yeah, so, uh, it's cause sometimes as everybody knows, things get lost in comments. You know, so if you feel like you want to, you know, say, you know, to us, uh, you know, a rebuttal or what we're or you have a question, definitely let us know. Um, and uh, let's get to it. A cigar list. Everybody is doing a list. You know how many cigar lists came out this year? There were so many. <clears throat> there were several cigar reviewers that had list within the list within the list. Charlie at Half Wheel couldn't figure out some of these lists other people had had 25 plus cigars on he's like what is what is going on with these lists how do you have more than 25 cigars on a top list and then people had best factories best accessories best this best that everybody's getting a first place somewhere you know you get a prize you get a prize you get a prize um do you guys it's think oprah. that like it's you, you, cigars. You, what's that <laughs> It's Oprah on cigars. It's Oprah on cigars. Is it is it getting out of hand? Can can people even trust these lists anymore? Because it's just like every, best like I said, use everybody... of a font on a cigar band. Yeah, yeah, be, <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Best use of yeah the the, the best That's use great. of the col- yeah you know uh, Saka didn't get enough. So yeah, best you best use of the hue blue on a band. Yeah. You know uh, Dunbarton Dunbarton gets it for the brulee blue. Uh, so it it. it it's out of hand. Do you guys think it's it's Brad? You've been doing this longer than everybody. Ugh. Um, is it is it getting to be too much? Well, I did it my first year just to keep up with the you know the the, the cardiac cats that are doing it out now. And you know, everyone's like, "When's you gonna list your list? When are you gonna release your list? When are you gonna release your list?" And I'm like, "I guess I gotta release a list." So I did. Um, and it was just really interesting, you know, hearing feedback on that and. You know, the sales of those cigars went up and everything else like that. I'm like, okay, so you release this, you release a list and sales go up. And, um, you know, so here's the hard thing about cigars. They're all subjective. They're, it's just very, very subjective. I mean, unless you come out with a list of 1,500 different cigars that you think are the best, they're just, they're just, it's just very, very subjective. Now, um, there are cigars that I really like and the cigars that I really don't like that other people love. That I, for example, I don't understand why in the world people still like the Florida Sun Grown. It's a worst cigar I've ever had. I can't believe people don't like it. I can't. That is the like cigar it. I am smoking right now. I hate that cigar. I, I, I do right, hate that cigar. Right now, I am touching an FSG humidor that has over three hundred FSGs in it. Fantastic cigar. 
So, for example, see what I'm talking about? Like it's yeah. somebody. So now, now that, that's not to say it's a, it's it's sorry. I'm not, that's an overstatement. Obviously, it's not the worst cigar I ever had, but I just didn't think it was like blow your mind. Great. So, but that's just me. That's just that's just me. I'm just one person. And so when somebody says that or when someone thinks that, you know, I don't have to call Jeff and be like, "Hey, dude, I wasn't trying to dog on you." I mean, that the, the reality yeah. is, it's just it's just my opinion about stuff. The problem. This is kind of a hard thing to say. Because I, I started the whole problem. So, like, I was going to say, the problem is everyone th- on YouTube thinks they're, like, a credible resource for people, which they're not. Um, but they think they are. And so how do you tell somebody who's not credible? You're not credible. Or you shouldn't have a YouTube channel. That's a reality. But they are, and it's a free country, and you can. And I think some people out there don't have YouTube YouTube table channels, and they should. You know, Um so, and then everyone, and then there's a bunch of pressure by manufacturers and everything like that. Like, here's, here's this, try this, try this. And they're sending you really, really good cigars that guys like me who sell cigars have to pay for, you know? So it, it's a, it's a little skewed, but I would definitely say that I trust I, the, the, the best reviewer. I think I said this in my thing. The best reviewer I think is, is a guy who buys all his cigars, has not sponsored by anybody and is able to say, here's, here's my, here's my suggestion of what I, of what I think. That doesn't mean that a guy who's sponsored by somebody can't be objective about the cho- the choices uh, about the uh, the cigars that he smokes, albeit his choices might be limited to those sponsors, if you would. So I would say that that that's the that's the issue. And I'll just say this too: my choices are limited. Why? Because I bring in cigars that I like, and that I can sell. I don't bring in everyone's cigars, you know. But it does get a little silly with the lists. I see all the lists and everything like that. And I, I had no idea there was like a best accessory and best. Uh, I, mean, I, I think I think it'd be hysterical if there's like a best band one, like the best band of this. I mean, who cares what the band? Looks well, like? well, they, well, they, they, they uh, uh, yeah, That's Half Wheel had best packaging. They, oh, they, yeah, they, they had best boxes of uh, of, uh, of well, twenty. Yeah. So, some people buy cigars with their eyes. We know that, you know. So, I, I mean, that's the that's the you know. The, 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 well, aren't you reinforcing that with that award? I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry about smoking the cigar, but look at the box I got. That's Ooh, it. Care you know? what? What are you? What are you? What are you thinking of on these on these lists? Well, I, I told you before, the list kind of cracked me up because um, I, I've always felt that you know, are you selecting the best cigars that were released that year? If you're going to say the best cigar that was released in 2021, here's my list. I, I, okay, I got you. I, uh, you know, respect that. But if it's going to be a best cigar uh, list, if I smoked, for example, if I smoked the FSG and I said this is the best cigar I've ever had, I need to smoke something that is better than that cigar in order to top, in order to topple it. Now, if I do smoke a cigar that topples it, it still should be in my top two or three or four. But if it doesn't show up on next year's top 10 list, then that means that there were 10 other cigars that were better than that cigar. I'm not buying it because I, I, I did a, I did a couple of years I did top lists on my show. And I can tell you my top five really didn't move for like three years straight. It didn't move. There were a couple of cigars that were entered like Felix Mesa. Uh, El Galan, the uh, Vegas de Plorial. When he released that, I was like, boom, that went like right to number one because it was one of the best cigars I've ever smoked. But it was there the following year as well. Yeah. So, now, now what, what do you think of like Cigar Aficionado does not allow Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust to be that they, they were uh, over a, a long. I know the story. 
It's a hilarious yeah. story. One yeah, day, you got to No, 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 no. I know the real story of what happened, and it's hilarious. And one day, I'm hope I got I need permission from both parties to tell this story, and it is epic. And I've never told, even privately, I've never told that story. Um, but yeah, so 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 cigar aficionado. <laughs> It, hold on. Yeah. Give, hold give on, just Kevin, some wine. Hold you'll on. learn a story. Hold on, Kevin. Give some wine. You don't start. You don't. Yeah. You don't start saying something like that. And the fact to think that Steve Saka could never offend anybody really hurts my feelings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so. <laughs> so yeah. So so is, is the cigar aficionado list legit? Because because like I said, they had uh, uh, the, the the EPC uh, the EPC pledge. Uh, everybody said it was a great cigar. I still haven't smoked it. Um, does that yeah, does, does 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 Saka make anything that blows that cigar away? I guarantee he does. But because okay, hold on, whoa, 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 hold guarantee on it. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so I, I like Saka stuff, and everybody else knows that. Okay, I'm no, that shy of saying I like Saka stuff. EPC. Oh, and Aaron. Aaron was with me. Aaron Ellerman. <laughs> okay. Aaron knows the story. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So so my. My opinion of EPC versus Saka, I mean, I think I think EPC is if if I can just if I can be honest, see Saka's just incredible at, at his at his dark his dark roasted type dark roasted cigar is what I call him. It's like a dark roast cigar, almost all of, all the stuff outside the brulee. Um, I didn't care for the brulee blue. I actually talked about that, um, but the uh, there's something about Saka stuff. Now, EPC, in my personal opinion, is a more balanced and well-rounded, in my personal opinion. Now, my personal opinion doesn't count for crap because I've only been in the industry for, what, seven years, eight years maybe, or six years? I can't even count right. You know, so, I mean, like, these guys are both, like, godfathers in the industry. EPC more so, if we know we know that. Um, that doesn't mean he's not he's, un- he's not unchallenged or unchecked because soccer stuff does very, very well, and it's really, really good for anyone who... Uh, if you unbanned it, I'll say this though, Kev, who has unbanded his stuff and smoked it blind against other stuff, I have found stuff that's very, 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 very good and very, very, very competitive, you know, with, with Saka stuff. And I like, I'm a big Saka fan. I really yeah. do. Personally speaking, personally speaking. Now, now yeah. Ro- Roger, uh, Saka tells the abbreviated story. Um, so we're just going to uh, uh, oh put God. that out there. You so, want to do it. I know everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hit it with so, yeah. So, um, so, so care, I mean, should, should a, a cigar aficionado be taken, uh, seriously? And there are other manufacturers that aren't allowed on that list. So should, are, can they be taken seriously at all? If they exclude anybody from having a blind review on their, on their list? I think if you're going to have a blind review for cigars and you're going to uh, pick the best cigars of the year, it needs to be open to all cigars. I, I, agree. I, I, I just do. I, um, and, and you know, um, I think there's a, a whole, you know, pack of luggage to unpack when you talk about the cigars that make the list and with, with you know, with companies and magazines and stuff like that. But because um, it's a good old boys club, and we all know it. That's well, yeah, a, it's a good it's, boys you gotta, you club. We all freaking know it. Yeah, it's got to be, uh, you know, and at that point in time also, I mean, you're going to, you know, unrealistically ask, you know, people to smoke, you know, X amount of cigars, you know, but I, I do think that it needs to be, you know, all all brands uh, should be applicable. 
You know, uh, uh, Logan uh, said it right here. CA is pay to play. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. Everyone is pay to play. Um, I would say 75% of every list out there is pay to play. Well, um, Brad even mentioned it too. At the you've small, got some at the you know, smallest level with the influencers, right? If yeah, you have, so, if have somebody rich gear, rich gear. Cardinal yeah. Cure, Cardinal Cure. Yeah, so I mean, we, we've got we got Cigar Show Tim. He had a list. Tim doesn't take all these advertising. Yes, you know uh, that's money, probably the best one. That, that's that, probably the best one. It really is. It, it really is. So, so how is many? He on li- here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cigar Show Tim's on here. So he, he's oh, up he's up Tim? there been, been, been commenting in. But uh, he so does how, have, yeah. How, how many reviewers, influencers, bloggers, vloggers, whatever this year? How many of them have done videos or taken pictures and gone live in a studio just like this with all of this signage, all of these manufacturing, all of these brandings that do shows that take all this advertising money? And how many of those lists to where, you know, that showed up on their, you know, all, all, you know, if they're top five or top 10, if I came out this year. Kevin, it'd be like me saying here, I got, I did my top four list. Guess yeah, what? yeah, exactly. So, so, so if I whatever you're saying doesn't matter because that matters. I picked the best for me. What I've seen from people. Yes. Yeah, that, that's yeah, Jesse. That that's true. it. So, so that if I true. came out this year and did a video, um, and I had my my Corona cigar signs and my Drew Estate, and I said the number one cigar of the year is this Florida Sun Grown, which this was my number one cigar of the year, like three years ago. But that was before I had any advert. I had no affiliations. I was no. I was a, a dude in my garage. And this was my favorite cigar. Um, at that point, I had met Jeff just the one time at a barn smoker, but that was it. I had no, and this was my cigar of the year. I had no advertisement, no money, no nothing coming in. And so, yeah, but in, 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 to do that this year and say, this was my cigar. And then everybody looks at this signage and they watch this show. How, how could I be taken seriously? How can any of these guys be taken seriously? So people get on uh, um, Cigar Aficionado about it. And there are so many more, you know, that just look at their, so, go to their websites. So we, we know that we, we know the pay to play theory. We also, and I'm not going to say it's, it's not true. I'll say that. Um, I will also say there are manufacturers out there that will pay you a pretty penny to say very, very nice stuff about their cigar. And so if you're, if let's say you're a new YouTuber and somebody offers you $5,000 to give them a positive review and you've got, let's say a thousand followers. That's by the way, let's just say this for the, for the, for the, for the, for the freaking fact, how cigar aficionado is still in business and how they do what they do is a mystery to me to where you're taking advertising dollars from these people and putting it into dead print of something that cannot get, get, is basically thrown away. I still don't understand it. I still don't. I mean, why wouldn't you invest in a YouTuber like yourself or somebody else? That, that sounds like a better investment because those YouTubes are up there forever and so on and so forth. And it's something that people interact with. People interact with videos on YouTube more than they do with reading all the time. Unless I think it's more of a sophisticated man's game, which some of them got to have a shelf hanging there, Brad. I took down mine. <laughs> I, I got so sick of it. I, I, I had garbage not all over the place. I took them all down and I was like, no more. I can't do it anymore. I can't put on the fake smile for people who are like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I just can't do it. So, I mean, I did it for the show. Hanger, I look forward when it says, hey, and especially the shop down the road for me, this is such and such pick for this month. You know, I have a couple of shops that will do that. You know, you know, Bob oh, yeah, or Fred, 
Um, and this is their pick of the month. And I've, I've, I go in and, and I mean, there's a bunch of cigars in a, in a humidor that I've never tried to have been out for years. So when I go in there, there's always something new to try because I haven't tried everything. And when I see someone's name in the shop who I know, who I've you know chatted with for years, and I see that that's their selection of the month, I'll ask them why. We'll have a conversation. And I'll pick up the cigar and I'll smoke it. That's and cool. I, I've smoked I smoked I like a couple that. of cigars that I would never would have picked if it wasn't for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fifteen bucks in Reese's, you're in. It's um, a deal. I do have to uh, point out what Aaron said, and also. Because he doesn't try new foods, right, Aaron? He wouldn't eat <laughs> calamari with us. You definitely Did you can't see them. Aaron just <laughs> killed Kevin. Did you see that? There's a like nuclear yeah. bomb. It just went off in the comments, and it was Aaron. Kevin, so, Kevin, so, 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 so he so he says that you know, and and uh, it's been a long time since we we've told the story. Aaron tells it probably all the time. So we're at an event with Sokka. We're rolling like these little tabiqueros, these little puros of one leaf. Yeah. He's te- there's a group of like 25 of us. You know, we've got all Lijero, all Seiko, all Viso, all, you know, and then he's teaching us how to roll them, smoke them, clean your palate. So after all said and done, like this little class that he put on at Corona uh, Davidoff of Geneva and Tampa, you know, then it was just like free time for the class. Everybody's lighting up cigars, talking. I light up an acid Cuba Candela. It, inside this room <laughs> of Dunbarton fans, and then I'm smoking it, and I've taken a picture of Steve in the background, and I'm like, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I, it, even Steve tells that story every now and then when I hop online. He'll, so, if you hear Steve say, "Oh, hey, Kevin with the uh, the acid," that's what he's referring to because I that's I lit awesome. up I lit up an acid <laughs> at an event with. Uh, it's the every uh, time Socket goes by you and hears that story, you start switching like. Oh yeah, that, that's why I always I say it in my videos. I say it online. Sokka tolerates me. He loves Jessica. Loves Jessica. <laughs> if if I wasn't attached to Jessica, he'd never talk to me. You know, <laughs> a, 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 you know, especially after that move, he'd be like, "You're out. Get the fuck out." But he, you know, he loves Jessica. So, but uh, awesome. yeah, it, it's it's absolutely crazy. You know, so so people that say you know uh, cigar fish or cigar fishing auto is pay for play. There's a lot of pay-for-play out there, man. Like, so when you put out these lists, most of these people have a website. Go to that website. See who's got that banner at the top. See who's got the biggest uh, the biggest ads. I think for me, with all the cigar lists and everything, I was super confused because a lot of those cigars literally came out like a month or two months before the end of the year. How is that your number one cigar? Yeah, yeah. There's no. no way that you can pick a cigar that just got released. Yeah, you know. I, ha- mean, I guess I can't say you can. I mean, you can do I whatever disagree. you want. Yeah, Char- really? Char- Char- Charlie brought that up. You disagree, Karen? I do. Okay, so you think that you could pick one that you smoked for maybe a, no. a week or two? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, just yeah. I, I mean, if, 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 if it's an individual preference, we're not talking about sales. We're not talking about longevity yeah. in the market. We're talking about I smoked through forty cigars, and I'm like, here's my list, and they're like, hey, this just came out. And I smoked them. I'm like, holy shit! I marked. I, I write down my marks. You know, your, your score. I'm assuming yeah. that they score it, and then they put they, they obviously rated against their other scoring. I could definitely see how something that came out December 29th could be the best okay, cigar that you smoked that year if you marked okay. it, if if you rated it and then compared it to your other ratings. I mean, I. And we're going off assuming that that's what they do, or are they doing that because that's a manufacturer that does sponsor them? 
Jessica, I think you're right. I think that's where the, the biggest question to, of, you know, that we've been posing tonight is really is, is what is legit, you know, unbanded, smoke the cigar, score it, and then go have someone sort through your scoring and say, hey, here's what you had, you know, like uh, beat Bobby Flay. Um, <laughs> or is it truly a, you know, hey, uh, I got to give this guy some love because uh, uh, they're my sponsor. Right. Yeah, so so on the flip side of that, like, Brad, so um, everybody was up in arms, or, or like, not up in arms, but like Half Wheel and, and other manufacturers, or I, I don't know if it was Half Wheel, other bloggers said that, you know, uh, that cigar wasn't released to the general public in 20, you know, like it literally showed up shelves a couple days to the end of the year. Us reviewers, bloggers, we had that cigar for a couple of months. So we were able to smoke it. So on the flip side of that, I got called out from my list uh, by Dave Garofalo. Two guys. I love Dave. We talk all the time. He's a good dude. My number one cigar was a cigar that came out six years ago. So where's the, you know, should they be new cigars? Can they so be why, old cigars? Why, why did you get, why did you get, give some context to that? What, what, what did you give you shit on? So because, because I, because my number one cigar of the year was a cigar that came out six years ago. And did you, did you have it? Did you have it the five years prior? Have you ever smoked the five years prior? Yeah. I've been smoking it for, for, for five years. I, you know, like I said, for and me, I, I still your favorite yeah. cigar. So yeah, it's still a great cigar. So, you know, that's so your can, top can, 10 can, or top whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I think, I, I, I think this, I think the lists are overblown. I think everybody else sees it. Um, I think that the fact that everyone's got a YouTube channel and everybody's got sponsors and everything now is really drowned out guys who have good voices sometimes and, uh, and that need to be heard. Um, I still think, uh, I don't know, dude, I, I, I just, there's there. I mean, there's so many guys that know so much more than I do in this, in this perspective. And like probably the guy here that smokes most unbanded cigars of anybody here. Um, Cause I test, more cigars that I can ever tell you that don't make it uh, to our Zeal House brands. Um, it's a lot of cigars, dude. I mean, it's got to be hundreds and hundreds a year. I mean, hundreds. And, and then they, and only, what do we have, 30 brands, if you would? So, I mean, I don't at all. I always wonder if I'm getting, because I taste stuff, like, for example, oh, dude, I know that somebody gave me some something from a manufacturer and try to pass it off as a uh, a private label to me. I've tasted the cigar before, and so I call the manufacturer on 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 the on the other manufacturer, by the way. Yeah. And I said, I'm smoking your blah blah blah, and he and I said, and it's from blah blah blah, and he goes, No, it's not my cigar. I said, It's 100% your cigar, dude. Just so you know, and he has tens of thousands. He has, and he goes, I don't have tens of thousands. I'm like, Okay, I'm just letting you know. He does. And this is 100% your cigar. I'm letting you know right now. I smoked your cigar. I like your cigar. I think it's a great cigar. Blah, blah. He's trying to pass it off to somebody else's. And that probably happens four or five times a year with me. That, you yeah. know, here's a new cigar. Here's a new cigar and so on and so forth. And you're like, and so then what do you do with that? Then you have all these ones that, that are that are basically retired and then put back into rotation. For example, do you remember the old Onyx cigars? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think cigars, I think CI still sells them. Um, Great cigar. Have you ever had? You remember? Have you ever had them? Um, I've yeah. had them. I can, uh, um, I can still get them yeah. in Greenwood. 
<laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I probably have. I've, I've gotten them in various shipments, uh, clubs. I, I probably have a dozen. Yeah. You know, in, in They're very, very good cigars. Very, and they retired for a time, then came back after a time. But during that time, I couldn't smoke two or three Onyx, man. That I could have swore people try to pass them off as like their special secret manufacturer blend. Yeah. And I was like, that's an Onyx, dude. That's a yeah. that's a hundred percent. I get one out of my humidor and just be like. Hold yeah. on a second. Same cigar, you know. Like our, yeah, our you're really you're, darn you're close. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to this com- this comment real quick. Uh, uh, cigar. My my number one was the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust uh, Sober Mesa in the El Americano size. So, so Brad, you you just you just uh, kind of counter argued and debunked your uh, your argument that you've only been in the industry for seven years and your opinion. You know, you're being a, a bit humble about it, which I appreciate. But you just talked about how many cigars that you smoke in a year, how many un- unbanded cigars that you smoke in a year, and how you pick it's up those things. So I don't think it's really the time that you spend in the industry. I think it's exactly what you expose what you're exposed to within that year and the very you know the, the varieties and everything else. So um, you know, but don't don't but sell yourself you short, smoke, Judge. I, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Cardinal Cure. Um, the the. Uh, I, I do appreciate that, bro. But but there are guys. If you ever sat with somebody who's the master blender and smokes cigars that doesn't have a personality, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't have a personality. Steve's Steve's a master blender who has a personality. But guys that don't, and they're just so into the, they're, they're so into what they're doing. You feel like this lowest point on a totem pole, like you just smoked your first cigar for the first time. These guys are pulling out stuff. They're telling you what leaf it came from, what region it came from, what the what the what the dew point was, things like that. I'm like. Maybe not that much, but like, I mean, it's just crazy. And I'm like, I still have a lot to learn about cigars, you know, but I, I don't know that I'll ever, it, it, I don't know that I'll ever get there. And I'll tell you why. I think I've told you this before, Kevin, I am blue collar to the day I die cigar shot collar. That's what I do. I'm a blue collar guy. And so I care more about the flavor of a cigar than I care about anything else. I, it can look like a turd and I'd still smoke it if it had a good flavor for me. You know, mm-hmm. it really, I, don't, I really don't care. But the construction on certain cigars means that you want to look at the construction and make sure it's good and it's a decent construction. But, I mean, the flavor to me is more important. I think people overall that smoke cigars care about where are the flavor notes on that cigar? What are, what are you pulling out of that cigar? Does it draw well? All this, all these kind of things that we really care about when we smoke a cigar because it makes the experience of a cigar so much better. And it's the experience we're really going for that leads to a, a, a better conversation around the cigar. You have a good experience with cigar. You remember the conversation. To me, that's priceless. Yeah, the, you know, the you experience talk about... is definitely important. I because I love I love the flavor of the. Uh, uh, sorry, Kevin. No, no, no. no <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, a monkey wrench. Third cigars. Throwing a monkey wrench in Kevin's uh, questions. Um, I, I love the La Gloria Cubana Spanish press. I think the flavor on that cigar oh, yeah. is so incredible. Yeah, but I would say every third cigar I smoked just had burn issues. Major. It was that traditional V-neck sweater burn, like, down the side. <laughs> um, but, I mean, every single, I mean, every single time I, I had it. And I and I muscled through the burn issues because the flavor was that great. But after a while, it, it did get frustrating because I'm like, this cigar is so fantastic. The flavors are just so incredible. It's so rich. But that burn through that first third is just so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Now, now uh, Brad, you talking about, uh, you know, reviewing cigars, you know, uh, you're, you're not a cigar reviewer. I'm not a cigar reviewer. 
cares not, you know. Um, I mean, you, I mean, Brad is a, a, a you're a cigar hype man. Uh, you've reviewed tons. I, I want to say reviewed here, reviewed tons of cigars because you don't ever get through a whole cigar. Um, oh my gosh, Kevin. Yeah. yeah so, okay. so, but, 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 but what may, what makes a good reviewer? And 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 ever and, and we'll go round table here. What makes a good reviewer? What do you want to see, Brad? When you watch a cigar reviewer, what do you take, you know, and I know like we get so busy, a lot of us don't watch a lot of cigar reviews anymore, but what do you want to see for, for the people watching this, you know, listening I've in the future? Watching, I've been watching more than I should. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Um, <laughs> and I'm seeing, I'm seeing, seeing a lot of stuff out there. It's weird. Um, <laughs> so it just is. Uh, I think sincerity and genuineness and authenticity is probably the most important at first. Uh, there's something about, uh, somebody gave me a really, com- a really nice compliment. It was from an older gentleman who walked in my shop the other day who, who just, by the way, most young people watch my, watch my review guys under 50, never watch it. And <laughs> never, I never hit anybody over 70. This guy comes in and he goes, well, Hey, here's the man himself. And I'm like, yes, yeah, sir. What can I help you with? And he goes, I watch your YouTube review. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you so much. Do you really? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I appreciate what you say and i said and i just had to ask like so how did you find me he's like i searched on youtube for cigars and i found you and i'm like oh well that that's kind of cool and he goes uh he goes i like watching you because there's like this this teenage kid wonder when you smoke a cigar and then you start to describe it like like it's an almost an art piece to you and like here's i'm just i'm talking real talk 100 percent that's genuinely how I feel about a cigar when I'm smoking it. Like I really do like it. I'm not trying to pump it. I'm very excited about it. And I'm a type A personality, extroverted. So I'm kind of like, Woo-hoo, let's go, you know? So all the time about a cigar and I don't know how to turn that down. So like when people are like, this guy's a little overwhelming, I'm like, I get it. My wife gets it more than anybody. She's an introvert, you know? So I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to tone it down a little bit, but that was the best compliment I've had from somebody ever. Like this childlike wonder, like, how did 200 people put together dead tobacco in a sense that we smoke it and it gives us so much pleasure, so much, so much to talk about and produce these notes and these flavors that blow our mind or at least blows my mind. So to me, I, I never want to, I never want to miss that. And I'll tell you what, the day I get out of the cigar industry is the day that I, that I'm just like, that's just another cigar. That's it. That's when I, that's when I get out of the industry. That's when I'm like, I can't do it anymore because my, my sister says I'm a horrible liar, which I agree. Um, and I'm not an actor, dude. I got no acting class. I didn't graduate with an acting degree like some people did. Um, I don't. I, in all honesty, I don't. I don't know how to fake it. I don't know how to fake this. I'm just being. All, I'm just being who I am on video as we talk about stuff. And and I'll tell you this much. I said this in a video that we didn't drop yet. <sighs> Vanilla Ice was just interviewed by somebody, and they asked him, "How do you think?" culture is developing something about culture he laughed at them in their face and he said we haven't had culture since the internet was created and his I, point I, was, I, I watched that video good video yeah it's a great video and his point was because when the internet was created everyone stopped being individual and started started like working in this big worldwide community and everything else like that but there's a there's a there's a point that he made that is very good particularly with music where he said, you know, everything is just recycled, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. It's just recycled. You know, we got fast DHL, what, in 2003, 2002, somewhere in there. And so everything is just 
recycled from there in music. And uh, but the cool thing about cigars, you can recycle these, and you can like smoke a cigar that your grandfather smoked so many years ago, and to you it's brand new and exciting. So as where as far as music is concerned, Vanilla Ice depressed me with that. Okay, I was super encouraged to go like, you know, I when I smoke my grandfather's old Macanudo cafes, yeah, I'm digging it. When I smoke when I smoke my grandfather's old Davidoffs, yeah, I'm digging it. It's something that the new kids can can smoke and go. Oh my gosh, dude, this is really incredible. This is really awesome. It's enjoyable. And then the camaraderie that comes around it is it's just it's like a piece of heaven that we all get to enjoy, you know, here on earth. And I'm like, this is church. This is it. This is what we're getting at, boys. This is what we're trying to do. And girls, sorry, Jess, love you too. Um, so <laughs> I mean be politically correct for YouTube. Uh, but I mean so, so that's that's the whole that's the whole premise behind it, you know. And so I, I think that's that's one of the uh the beautiful things behind the, the the comment that I was getting, I was like, there is this childlike wonder and this like, man, this is really good. I love smoking a cigar for the first time that somebody sent me and I never smoked it. And I'm like, this is a great cigar. Like, do you really think so? I'm like, yeah, this is really, really good. And they're like, wow, I had a brand new cigar today that I'm going to bring in and sell. Uh, Davidoff is distributing it. It's called, um, ah, gosh, what's it called? I don't remember what it was. Justin and I both smoked it at, at separate times, smoked a different leaf than I did. And he, Justin looks at me and goes, he goes like that. He goes, goes dude, I think he's from Boston, by the way. Dude, dude, this is good. This is good. Tell me yours is good. I was like, this is fantastic. It's really good. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we got to bring it in. I'm like, I know, right? And so the, the rep's sitting there and then she's like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. How many, you know, like, it's just that good. I can't remember what it was called, though. You'll see it out sooner or later. Um, but it was one of those things that I was like, man, this is very, very good. It's that childlike wonder. I don't ever want to lose that. I always want to get that. Um, yeah. And that, and that actually, you actually answered this question and you answered my next question. I was going to ask you how you've maintained your authenticity over the years. And that was something I was going to bring up. You know, when you smoke a cigar, you are jet, you can see it in your eyes. You can see it, you know, that you can't fake that, that, that. You, you're excited. This is a cigar. I get to talk yeah. about it, and it, it, it's great. Um, but coming back, so uh, we're going to circle back a little bit. So uh, Care, circle back. No, circle back. When you're watching a cigar <laughs> review, what, what makes for a, a good reviewer? Jessica's next. Um, yeah. You know, being objective, obviously. Uh, I, I, I think sometimes uh, cigar reviewers get too caught up with their own descriptions, and being a little pontificating, just be short and to the point. I think the best cigar reviews I've seen are like 10 minutes, you know, just yeah. uh, 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 that's my, it's like, you know, it, tell me what you're getting off the first third, second, third, 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 whatever, blah, 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 blah. But um, I, I think, you know, just being able to get to the point um, and be objective about it, you know, don't, try, <laughs> Brad's like, here's like, here's like, just shout <laughs> Gary's looking at my videos. It's like, Brad, we just get to the point. Where's, where's, no, that's where's why a little skip button. Great. Um, <laughs> no, but what's funny is I appreciate the enthusiasm uh, and I appreciate when, when someone is getting into it. But, you know, I, I also like, you know, just get to the points because I'm watching the review because I want to learn about the cigar. Um, um, and again, it's everybody's preference, just like everybody's cigar's preference. But that's what hey, I like here. short and objective. Here. here. Kira, do you know what the number one human emotion is, according to psychologists all around the world? Number one human emotion. 
It's used in marketing Num- all the time. Number Empath- one hand emotion. Empathy. Nope. That's not no? it. Nope. It's not number one. It's the close number one, one human emotion. It. Yeah, that's you. That, it's used in marketing more than anything else. What? Sympathy. Antici- anticipation. Uh, okay. Anticipation. The, the 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 happy anticipation of something coming up. This is, it's weird. That's why like guys are like, you know, I'm whenever like the antithesis Kevin, of that. I get yeah, I, irritation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, here's like Brad. I want to take your videos and go to like five. But this is the other thing about my videos too. Like, I could easily do a cigar video in three minutes. There's yeah. just, there's no doubt about that. I really could. But I'm also like, I'm an informer and an entertainer as well. And I also want to like. As much as I, as much as I, 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 I don't, I, I like, I love and hate this aspect of who, who I've become. I guess um, I definitely want to connect with my audience. I definitely want them to know more about my life. That's why I talk about my kids and my family, my dogs, things like that. What I did over the weekend, things like that. Um, where the the average guy just wants to know about the cigar, will skip to that part in the video and just go, I don't really care about that. But as far as watch times are concerned in my videos, there's a, a lot of people that watch that, you know eight to 10 minute slots are flipping, they're flipping through there and they're seeing a lot of that context, which I think is hopefully pretty helpful for people where they go, okay, I know this guy. And I think it adds to the authenticity too, when you feel like you know somebody. And to be honest, as much as people come in here all the time, like, Hey man, I saw on YouTube. It is so dear to me, dude, I'll get freaking choked up about this, bro. I didn't cry for a long time. Thanks, Kevin. Um, it is so dear to me when people come in and they're like, I found you on YouTube and I just, I love your vibe and I, I love how positive you are and everything else like that. I love, you know, and I, I try not to get super excited about that, but like this one guy, dude, like this, this is, oh gosh, dude, this one dude comes in, Kev, I'm just being stupid real with you, bro. He comes in and uh, he got in a terrible car accident and he was laid up in the hospital for like, it's like seven months, I think seven months. And he was like, um, Dude, I found you on YouTube. I never smoked cigars before. And for like seven months, like I watched your videos, dude. Like I watched, I've watched everything you've ever done. Name a video that you've done. I've watched it. And I'm like, you can get through my content in seven months. That's awesome. You know, so I'm like, I got a lot of content out there. Um, and he goes, and he goes, at the end of that, I smoked a cigar and I was really, really just excited. And I was like, Man, you have no idea what that does for me, man. It just he goes, he goes, you helped me get through a recovery in my life that was very dark, very hard. And I've heard that a similar story to that at least five times in my life with people coming into the cigar shop, people saying, like, I had a very dark time. I almost committed suicide. And I'm just a cigar, I'm just a cigar guy. I'm not like a therapist or anything like that. There's something holy about this. There's something weird about it that like makes us connected, makes people feel like on YouTube that you connect with them. And I take that in all honesty, as serious as I did in the, in the past period that I was at one point where like, if somebody comes in and they need to talk, I've had guys that just come in the, the cigar lounge and they just needed to talk like, Hey man, you got a second. And it's the end of the day. I'm like, I do, I do. And so I smoke a cigar with them, hear about their life, offer maybe even a little prayer with them or something like that. And it, it, I walk away. And I, I, did I ever tell you about the times? I'd like to change my answer, Alex. <laughs> Christ, Brad, I feel horrible now. It's like he's funny. He's no, no, no. like, you know what? Okay, maybe I do. Maybe a little bit. Longer, no, no, no. no. Okay. I, I'm not here. I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. Um, <laughs> Kevin, there, there, there are multiple times when I was a pastor that I would, I would, I'd be standing in my driveway, looking at the sky, and going, "God, am I doing anything?" 
am I really making a difference? I feel like I'm not. I just feel like I'm just, and that's just being the human emotion of whatever you're feeling during that time. Can I tell you this? I've never gone home, looked at this guy as a cigar, being in the cigar industry and going, God, am I doing anything? I know I'm doing yeah. something. I know that I'm making an impact in people's lives. I know. And I'm not trying to. God's just using it for whatever, you know. And so uh, to make a positive impact on people's lives, for them to come in and just sit, have a conversation with me is all the thanks, everything that I need in the entire universe, you know, to validate being on a YouTube channel, being silly and my son embarrassed, you know, that his friends watch my videos. <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I, yeah, and this is probably going back, I don't know, maybe two or three years ago. Um, I, I was questioning what I was doing, like where my reviews were going, because I started off like doing reviews, getting right to the cigars. And then I would watch reviews and I'd be like, for the love of God, it's been like eight minutes. We haven't talked about the cigar yet. And uh, it's like, for, I don't want to know anything else. And then I became that guy like Lee Mack. Like, like I become oh like, gosh, like Lemac of, of telling, of telling these stories. And then I would see those comments a couple times and I'm like, God, you know, should, you know, am, am I doing the right thing? Should, you know? And then I got, um, and I, and I screenshot it. I still have it on my computer from a guy, um, that had said, you know, I made a comment in one of my videos. He goes, I don't have any friends that smoke cigars. He goes, I, I, mean, I, I, I'm, I smoke cigars. Um, and so once or twice a week, I get to come out to the garage, smoke a cigar. I get to tune into one of your videos and it's, <laughs> and it's like, I have a friend that I can talk to. Yeah, dude. And then and he has commented after that, you know, I, I love hearing about the family. I, I love knowing what's going on in your life. So that comment, like, okay, I am doing the right thing because I'm doing what yes. I like to do. Yes. And that's why I love Lee Mac's videos. I can watch a 45 minute Lee Mac video and he only talks about the cigar for five minutes, but I know, I know uh, Juan Pablo that drives the train that honks the horn when he goes by. You know, I, I know the guy selling cigars out of the back of his car. You know that Lee Mac buys from. I don't know. I need the specifics on that someday. But um, so, <laughs> I'm still so yeah, my you know, original answer. I like my yeah. yeah so for me, <laughs> you know, I I want you know if I'm, I'm going to follow somebody, I want to be invested in them. I want to know about you know. Because if, if we have personal connections, it's like, okay, you know, maybe I can connect on that cigar, you know, a, a little bit, a little bit more. So mm -hmm. I like the longer drawn out reviews, um, not really necessarily talking about the cigar, but, you know, like if I like the guy, he's cool. Like that's the guy I'd have a beer with and he likes the yeah. cigar. There's a pretty good chance I'm going to like the cigar. So I'm, I'm going to listen to his recommendation. Now, Jessica, what do you, what, what do Jessica, you look your for? Your answer is even close to what Kevin did. Get him, Jessica. <laughs> We're going to reverse his cardinalism. We're going to reverse it. We're going to reverse make it. the cardinal curse. Uh, to be honest, I don't really watch that many reviews at all. Um, Kevin kind of killed that for me on road trips when all we listened to in the car was cigar reviews and the same voices over and over i was like I got, i'm gonna die he would like watch him back to back of like one cigar reviewer even graham right before he was going in the army went on one like last family trip and he was like 
Kevin finally fell asleep and I was driving. He's like, hey, thank God you're driving because Kevin likes to use his phone while he drives, which is really dangerous and we all think we're going to die. Different topic, Jess. And, and the- okay. <laughs> Keep going, Jess. Keep going, Jess. And, and the reviews, like the cigar reviews. I was like, I want, he was like, I wanted to stab my ears. He's like, I could. And then one time with uh, Martine's reviews, I was like, if I hear Martine's voice one more time, Kevin, I'm going to punch you. Mm. I like couldn't handle it anymore. I was like, Stop. So Th- thanks for calling someone out by name. Listen, <laughs> you know? listen, Martin does good reviews, but when you listen to him for an hour of each review, it was too much. I couldn't hear his voice anymore. I don't want to hear your voice on reviews. You don't even like too. Get it's the mic too much. closer to Jess's mouth. Jess is just savage. So Jess got so so what? So now that we know what you don't like. What is it that you do like so in a review? I, I, I'll be honest. This like, is a layered I, answer question, Kevin. Shut I, up. <laughs> I read a lot, like, online. That's kind of what I more have time for because, you know, like, listening, sometimes I, like, walk away. I, I miss stuff. So at least if I'm reading it, I, you know, I can go back to it. So, you know, Craig Vanderslice does a really good, like, newsletter that he puts out. But he is funny. He's Thank witty. You, he's smart. He's got a great palate. And he, like, really doesn't, like, you know, put too much, like, fluff. Like, he's not trying to kiss anyone's ass. He, like, says it how it is, and that's kind of, like, how I am. So you want the info. I want the info. And I don't mind the personal, like, connection with people and stuff, but I get that in other areas. I don't need that from a review. Okay. I'm dedicating my next review solely to Jess. (laughs) Okay. uh, Four-minute video. Jessica. Yeah, I love you. I'm so sorry for talking so long. Let me just tell you, you about Jess. Thank you, Jess. So, pick on you and Broadly Fully's ever again, Jess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank so, you. I can't make so, that promise. All right, so promise. so we're so we're two and two. I want to come back up real quick, and uh, uh, Brad, we got a question for you. Um, Drew asks a uh, question for Brad: Does smoking so many unbanded sticks change how you treat new releases? Sometimes new releases just feel like marketing hype and not new flavors. Yes and no. So, like, <clears throat> what, Kevin, what did you tell me? You said I was a hype guy. Um, so a cigar hype guy because I'm so energetic and boisterous. Uh, I would say I, new releases don't really – usually don't really grab my attention unless I think the marketing is on point, to be honest with you. Like, I, I'm a marketing guy, so, like, I like something that looks good. And so I'm like, ooh, that looks cool. Um, but when they're like, I, I just released this new cigar and – it looks like every other cigar I've ever seen out there and the band list the same. It smokes the same and everything like that. I don't usually get excited about that, but, but with, with my cigars and smoking new cigars all the time, um, that to me, that's, I don't know. That's, uh, you know, and so I don't know what the exact number is, but when you smoke a lot of cigars a year, I don't know. I think I quoted 400. It's not that many, but like when you smoke tons and tons of new cigars and everyone's trying to give you a private label, a private label and, Everyone's trying to get get you in their in their camp. Um, there's a point to where you're just kind of like you're more excited about stuff that you're doing versus what everyone else is doing because it's also my business. I mean, we sell nine to one out of our house brands. We sell nine of our house brands for one main brand. You know, and we do a lot of cigars. You know, so I mean, you know, I'm, I'm usually and I'm usually and my creative juices that get going are around our brands, not around somebody else's. I, I mean, once in a blue moon, I'll find somebody like somebody will release something. I'm like. I can do something with that. I got a video for that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I got an idea, I got an idea of where you can, you know, if somebody, if somebody created a cigar called 
you know, jump rush or something like that, I would absolutely do a jumping off a cliff here in Phoenix yeah. into, you know, I would do it 100%. And I hate cliffs and I hate heights, but I would do it for the video. Uh, <laughs> things like that, please, for the love of God, no yeah. one. That's already copywritten. I think it's like, yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, it does stop, I'm stop, still waiting. I'm still waiting for the chocolate fist. Yeah, chocolate. <laughs> that's great. Wait for the chocolate fist. Oh, dude, that's great. Uh, uh, well, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think I am more more excited about you know our stuff. I think than yeah, it does make taste. When I, Kevin, you've been to the cigar shows before, right? Yeah. Can well, well, not not like a PCA. I've been to like other smaller smaller shows. I've never been to like the big ones. So I never trust my palate at a cigar show. Oh yeah, I, no. I always, I always, I always feel like somebody's giving me something like they all taste the same and they're all really good, you know. And I'm always like, is that consistent? So let me, you know. So at the when I get them here, you know, either from the rep or what have you, I ask the question: Am I going to have a problem with the consistency? Is it going to taste the same now? And when they fudge on that at all, they're like, well, you know, cigars can all vary in taste. I'm like, now I know not to buy it. Yeah, but if they go, yeah, no, you can absolutely agree with that. You can absolutely, you know, taste this. And I'm like, okay, and that's the case. And there's been several manufacturers that have definitely, you know, raised the bar on that. Um, Saka being one of those people. I mean, you taste the stuff there, it's the same here. Um, but I will say, you know, in particular, it's it, uh, branding and I, I guess the not only branding, but story is a, a, a lost art among young people today because everything's movie and like short clips and TikToks and videos and everything like that. When you talk about story, just the ability to tell a good story or the ability to listen to a good story, um, you'll watch this, and I'll, I'll be a prophet here for a second. In the next twenty years, the new the new Netflix and the new everything's going to come out. It's all going to be story oriented. It's all going to be like uh, 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 visuals and everything to story. And a lot of you know one of, one of the fastest climbing uh, genres in in uh, YouTube is is storyboard with narrative. Have you yeah. seen that? Have you seen the yeah. analytics yeah. on that? It's crazy. Which is crazy because people who have autism have been getting been taught with storyboards and narration forever. Like that's oh, how yeah. you help kids with autism. You do storyboards and you teach them things. And they Absolutely. do books and all that stuff. So it's funny that mm. we as people are like, oh, this is great. Well, then I guess we all have some kind of autistic abilities because that's, well, like yeah, that's the main staple of how they teach kids with autism. Well, to, to your point, like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try to preach here, but I'll, I'll go back to something. <laughs> no, you're never going to find the Bible where Jesus calls us his adults. You're never going to find that anywhere. Right. Okay, there's a reason about children. Okay, and there's something about story and being a child that we all miss and we all love. You know, and there's this, there's this book, and I, I, you should get it. You'll love the book. It's phenomenal. It's a children's book by a guy named Max Lucado called uh, um, "You're You're Special." You are special. You're special. Have you ever heard of it before? No. I have. Oh, oh my gosh, Jessica! It's my favorite book. See, I told you, Jessica. Everyone loves you because of Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> the, the so it's called "You Are Special," and it goes through this story that even as an adult, dude, at the end of the at the end of the story, if you're not crying. You don't have a soul or a heart. I mean, it just you're sitting there and looking at it. You're like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about that. And it's this. And I'll sum it up really quick for you. It's the story of uh, wooden people like imagine Pinocchio land, a bunch of wooden people walking around and everything else like that. And uh, they're all puppets or what have you. And if somebody's really good, they would give them a gold star. 
But if you looked ugly and you didn't have any talent, they would give you a gray dot. And there's this one ugly little puppet named Punchinello. Okay. And Punchinello just had lots of gray dots people would give him because he couldn't do anything special and nobody thought he was great. Until one day he was passing by and he saw this girl who had no stars and no gray dots on her. Her name was Lucy or something like that. And she, he goes, you don't have any stickers on you. Why not? And she goes, they don't stick to me. And he goes, why? He goes, because I visit Eli, the puppet maker. And he goes, what? He goes, yeah, you should go visit Eli. And if you listen to Eli, none of them will stick to you as well. And then Punchinello gets this big idea and he goes up to Eli's house and he meets Eli. Eli's God in the story, obviously. You guys figured that out. Hopefully you guys have figured it out. Colonel Cure's like, no, I wonder what Eli means. No, no. I'm, still, I, I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about that. The, the gold star and gray stickers reminds me of my 12 years in Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> right? So so he goes and sees Eli and he starts to talk to Eli about Eli comes up and goes, well, you have a lot of gray stickers. And he goes, yeah, I have a lot of gray stickers. I can't do anything like that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I'm ugly. And he goes, who told you you were ugly? And he said, you couldn't do anything. And he goes, I think you're special like that. And then it says as he's as he's walking out of Eli's house, he thinks to himself, I really think he means that. I really think he means that I am special. And a gray dot falls off him just like that. And it's one of the most brilliant books ever written. It's childlike and everything else like that. And if you read it, you will be. And there's that there's that wonder, that childlikeness that we all got to get back to. I don't mean immaturity. I mean, childlike is a very big difference between the two. Okay, immaturity is foolishness. Childlikeness is wonder. It's a very big different right. thing. And you know what I'm talking about when you see, and you know this because you work with autistic children, and, and I do too. And so when you see that, that, that wonder, that beauty, and you're like, that's it. That's childlikeness. That's what God was talking about when he meant that versus the immaturity of 40-year-old men who can shave and there's still boys in men's suits. We all know it. Okay, so that's the difference between immaturity and childlikeness. That's what we're trying to get to. You know, so like that, the childlike wonder and, but I, but you watch Kevin, the next 20 years, that narrative and good storytelling, that will be that what, what our, what our children remember. And by the way, storyboards were like, weren't those like in the church, like a long time ago, didn't they? Like, yeah. stories, oh, like, yeah. like remember that, like they, the Velcro stuff? They, like, Velcro <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, forever. It's been there. But, yeah, but, but, it, but it promotes like, uh, like really healthy thought process. You know? Absolutely. Imagination. Because Right, yeah. it's giving you a like a visual on some level, but it also gives you the ability to like you know actually start retaining some of the stuff that you're seeing and oh, everything, yeah. you know, instead oh, yeah. of just hearing it or just kind of going through blindly. Like it's an interactive thing, so mm. I think that's mm. really kind of smart. That if it's going to go to something like that, that will be interesting to see how that affects people. Like more, I hope in a more positive way, you know. Absolutely. But I, 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 I storyboarding in school was the Stations of the Cross. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Yeah. It's yeah. storyboarding. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Now, Brad, just to let you know, as you were telling that story, if if I didn't have my glasses on, you would see my eyes completely glassed over. Like I said, I would. If you'd have kept going on, I would have cried. I'd have had to turn my camera off. Uh, it's, so, it's powerful. <laughs> it's a powerful story. It's a powerful story. Yeah. You know. So 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 I I. I Referred to you as a, a, a hype man. Um, yeah. So, in, in, in my in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, there there are two original um, um, cigar influencers, hype man. It's it's you and Tim Swanson. 
Um, what mm -hmm. you guys have created uh, together, what you guys created separately is just, it, there's nothing like it. Like, I, you know, what I do, there's a dozen other guys that do it. What uh, Cigar Show Tim does, there's another other, other guys that do it. We all do it a little bit differently, but nobody has come close to, to, to doing what you and Tim have done, like I said, together and separately. Um, now, obviously, I, I'm not, I'm not going to have you speak for Tim, but for you, why why has there never been, you know, any anybody else? What is the key to your longevity? Like, you've been doing this a decade, and nobody can touch you. Nobody has figured out your, you know, have, have you looked inward and be like, why? Why am I still... Like what it. That guy said to him that walked into his yeah. shop and told him the childlike wonder. Yeah, but the, but it, but it's but it's more than that because that that'll only get you so far. I mean, you've got more followers than anybody. You know, Tim's right behind you. Uh, 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 Brian Glenn cigar session is right behind. We share you. a lot of them. We share. Yeah, a lot no, of so you know, so so there's there's you three guys, you know, that are all around the hundred forty thousand, you know, mm -hmm. follower mark. So it's, I think it's, Tim and I still share the the, the largest, the most viewed video. Yeah, you know, there so the, the so there so there's here. one, two, and three. You know, and I'm not going to include Brian Glenn because he is a cigar reviewer. He's been around longer, um, but there is no uh, four through ten. Like it starts at number eleven. Like that's how far behind the industry, you know, they are from you. Is, is there something that you would attribute to your to your success and your longevity? Of just well, and more and going more into of just being open and honest. Okay, well, I'm not really a lion, so let me just go ahead and shoot from the hip here. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the I think what you know, and, and Justin Justin asked this question a lot. You know, um, I think what Tim and I did was very special, and the chemistry was just amazing. I'll just say that it was it was authentic and it was real. Um, uh, you know, that said, now we're in our own spaces doing our own thing. Um, it's funny. I, I ended up seeing his, his his daughter at a gas station today. Actually, it was really cool, uh, and and want nothing but but the best for Tim. To be honest with you, so I, I just uh, in case anybody's wondering, um, the uh, I, I I I think I would attribute it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, to um, I mean, you always what's the, what's the word? You always doubt if what you said really connects with anybody. Um, and then views go like views go. And then, um, people end up telling you later on like this. And I value the comments and I try to value what people say. I try to learn even from my trolls. I mean, there's people who just troll us like crazy too. Um, uh, and the best thing to do is turn your critics into coaches, you know, to say like, you know, it, it, sometimes when someone has a great idea and they're like, they're like, why haven't you thought about this? Or why haven't you do this? Like I haven't really thought about it. Remember, I'm still I'm still kind of new at this. So, um, <clears throat> uh, that's that's a very genuine thing. Or it's a very generous thing to say, Kev. Um, I, I just I just try to be me, and I think Tim tries to be Tim, and um, we uh, we just do what we do, I guess. And we we really want to create content. I think I, I want to create content for the masses, so that um, so that both generations respect the, the generations before and after and the ones that are to come. Um, you know, my son's generation is the next generation of cigar smokers. You know, I'm hoping that, you know, his, his friends, you know, watch me enough to say like, I, I trust Mr. Reith, you know, and stuff like that. Um, 
and then and then being being uh one of the things I, I do in particular for me is my office is the very front of the uh the store. So when anybody comes in, the very first person they see is me. And I want to be the very first person they see because I know probably they've watched our YouTube and they found us through that. Um, and if they haven't, they just came in from the signs they saw on the street. I want to be the very first person to greet them and say, thank you so much for coming into Zeal. It's going to help you find something. Um, and then the customer service and everything else that we do, I think it's huge. But as far as um, <laughs> you, yeah, I know. That's a great, that's a great point. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, you're asking me how, how I could be a success. I can only point to uh, God in this whole thing. Um, I think he's been really gracious with us. I told you today I was in a, I was in a car crash before I came in here. Um, and uh, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't attribute it to much else other than that. And, and just being authentically who I am, you're not seeing like, like on video, you're not seeing somebody who my kid will see different when they get home. They're, you're not you're seeing not somebody who's like, I'm not a you're, character. I'm just yeah, you're not yeah, an actor. So, you said yeah, earlier, so, you're not an actor. And I think that's yeah, one so, of the yeah. things that I've always appreciated is just be yourself, you know, and what you, when, the, when, when, when you end the show and we mm -hmm. talk after the show and before the show, this is exactly who you get, whether it's me, yeah. you and Kev, it's very genuine. And that comes across a heck of a lot better and more than someone who's playing a character in front of the camera. It's the worst thing in the world. But, you but can I, see but the I, characters, yeah. Yeah, you can see you can definitely see the guys that you know when the camera goes off, it's something else. But I think I think that I think I took away from what you said. Um, the key to your longevity isn't isn't planning. You know, you just you just <laughs> turn that you know, you, you you turn the camera on and you have an idea of what you want to talk about, you know, the cigar or the deal that you're gonna have, but it comes across that way. It's like it's just well, you just you just have you just have fun. I, I do, and all of my ideas come when I'm watching TV or YouTube. Yeah, like I watch something, I watch something, and I'll I'll be tell you unrelated. Like today, our next video that we're dropping tomorrow is going to be the the five main rappers that are using the cigar industry and why we like them. You know, so we'll, we're going to be talking about that. And I was watching a a movie where it was somebody talking, and, I, and in the middle of that, I just thought, hey, this is something I hadn't thought about for a video. So. Or I'll be, or I'll see somebody else's video and I'll go, that reminds me of something else I wanted to do. So nothing's scripted. I have no scripts other than like, if I say like top seven or top thing, I've already written those out. Um, but nothing's really scripted between Justin and I. And, you know, I, yeah. And if I get asked to do another freaking podcast, I know it's, it's, they're like, well, you should have your own podcast, do a podcast. I don't have that much time or I don't think I have much, much talent. Guys like Joe Rogan are just super talented. Um, but that, but I, that's I just, a, but that's a team behind a podcast like that. Yeah, it, it is, and he's got researchers and everything else like that. Yeah. But um, I'll probably end up doing something like that later on with the other business we got. But the uh, the hard part is like, how are we going to? Um, how is this? I guess the the question I have now that I'm at, I'm at 47 years old is, how does my life count for anything when I'm done? Like when I'm when I'm done and and like my grandkids come up and they're like, you know, Papa, what uh, I want to be called Papa Bradley. I've already decided that. Yeah. Um, and they say Papa Bradley. Um, you know, they know me for these things. They know me, I, and I want nothing more than like my kids to know that I, that I love them. You know, my wife to know that I cherish her. Uh, our audience. I mean, God, that's weird, Kevin. Every time. Um, 
I swear to Christ on this. Um, there is nothing more that I appreciate uh, than, than one person tuning in and watching a stupid video I do. I can't believe, I, I can't tell you how much that impacts my life. I'm like, that's a huge thing. And not just because of the sales and everything, but like that somebody would take time out of life and watch a video that I do. I'm like, that's a, that's a crazy thing. And I, I heard it in a song the other day, a day from this guy called Nefex. He's got, he's a new up and coming artist. And uh, he was talking about in, in, in the song, how, how rare it is for someone to stop their time and take in your content of something that you're talking about, that you're passionate about and how, and what a privilege. And I mean, an absolute privilege that is, I still think it's crazy. Somebody watches me on YouTube. I really do. And I think it's an absolute blessing and an honor that anybody would watch it. So when guys comment or something like that, I read all the comments, at least I try to, um, and I try to respond to what I can. Uh, the, and then when someone emails me personally, and I said, I can email and they freak out about it. And they're like, Oh my gosh, it's you. And I'm like, that's just an email. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but like trying to stay connected with my audience is still keeping a private life. And my kids and my wife knowing that like, I love them. And my, my wife has a very strict, strict rule. We never do any filming at our house. She won't even want to do live casts at my house. Um, I could do them in the car. We can't do them on the street where we're at. We don't want people to know where we live because my my car parks out in the driveway and everyone can see where I live. Uh, you know, Riley, I need to talk to your wife how she how she gets you to do that when I can't get Kevin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> my studio is in our studio is in our house. No, it doesn't matter. Right. That's, so that's not but, my point. My that point emotional moment's point. been hijacked to their breath. Yeah. So <laughs> but, but, people have stopped here when we used to have that tattoo side yeah. in the window and like you do tattoos and I was like, Kevin, don't let these people in like what are you doing like what's happening here yeah it's so crazy. yeah and i and i know one thing that that i look forward to one day because um i i know um so i i, I mean i i know brad i know care you guys can't talk to your grandfathers you know uh, because because mm -hmm. because they are gone you know one mm -hmm. day i'm gonna be gone and one mm -hmm. day my little granddaughter mckenna who's gonna be four you know coming up five um She'll be able to have those on YouTube, um, you know, like yeah. that, that, that on the internet. She'll be able to be like, that's my grandpa, you know. It was, uh, you know, like, like, and and she'll get to show that, and she'll get to talk to me for years and years and years after I'm gone, and listening to that. And that was one of the reasons, uh, also a reason that that I wanted to make my own cigar and and, and care, you know. One day, care is going to be gone, and his his, you know, <laughs> sorry, care, you're going to die sooner than um, later. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you know, like like the cigar Karenai's doing with the candela on the on the inside. Maybe nobody ever does that. You know, maybe that doesn't take off. Maybe some people copy us, but maybe one day, twenty five, thirty years from now, you know, we'll be old men and like like they like now you hear all the time like these brand owners. Hey, I found this old recipe. I found this old box. I'm gonna I'm gonna reinvigorate this brand. You know, maybe someday care. You know, they do that with Care's barber poles or our candela and it's like you know and then our, our name lives on you know so i think that's maybe that's why we all do this is just so our name just keeps keeps moving on but that's all but all that stuff is in my opinion is the byproduct of really what what brad's saying and brad i've always appreciated 
everything, but the one thing is just being genuine and passionate. You know, if, if you put a YouTube channel out tomorrow reading kids' books, you probably have a thousand subscribers and, you know, viewers. I mean, you just would. And, and I think it really boils down to just being a genuine, good, honest person and having that that unflappable moral compass. And then whatever you do, the success and all that, Kevin, you talked about is just a byproduct of just being that that good person. And then when you do have people that say negative things about you or say untrue things about you or the haters, what they say is that gray sticker that falls right off you because it's not true. And, and I really do believe that that cornerstone is so important in business. And, and you know, um, you know, there's I, I think, you know, that there's there's Christians that have a business and there's a Christian business, you know, the Christian bookstore. Or if you're a Christian in business, if you're going to tell me that you're a Christian in business, but you're not going to follow your Christian values, then you're a phony. Yeah. You know, and if you if but if you maintain those values and you could be any religion, I'm just using Christian. So don't yeah. jump on my ass about that, anybody. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I do believe if you keep if you keep that and you keep that as your and that's your compass and that's your cornerstone, everything else is going to whether you succeed or fail, you're going to you are still going to maintain um, that 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 cornerstone. And I think that's more important than anything else we do in this world. Especially yeah. when it comes to our families, <clears throat> I think that's a, um, and I, I I think it's a very astute thing. And I, I think that what a lot of people don't know is, um, before I came here, it was a very dark time, you know, at, at TNT, if you would, before I came here, and um, this was such a fresh a breath of fresh air. Uh, it was it was so refreshing and you know freeing and everything else like that. Uh, the amount of crap you got to put up with and and everything else like that um, will be told narrative <laughs> later on, you know. But I, I did hear a guy one tell one day tell tell me, um, he says this guy tells me he knows the truth about you, and I'm like, okay, what's the truth about me? <laughs> okay, go ahead. He goes, no, I no no. He, he tells me I know he knows the backstory. I'm like, what's the backstory? Tell me the backstory, because I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you straight out. If, if you're lying or if, if you're being told to, he goes, well, no, I think you want to keep the backstory hidden. I'm like, hey, just so you know, man, my, my life's a pretty much open book. And not only that, but I got a lot of people that can testify to that. That's the other thing too, that can say, this is the, this is the truth of who this guy is and so on and so forth. And there's a, there's a verse in the, in the book of Proverbs that says a good name is better than fine jewels. You know, I think, I think it's fine jewels or fine gold or something like that. I can't remember mm -hmm. what it is. I think it's fine wine. I can't remember. Um, but I think that keeping your name good and 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 that's a big thing. So you're right, Kevin. My my grandkids will see this one day, you know. And not only that, like I got my dad on video, and my dad won't be around forever. Yeah. You know, my my mom won't be around forever. You know, my mom turns seventy very soon. My dad's seventy seven. You know, so like that's going back to those videos and seeing the times I worked with my dad on video before we started getting, you know, a little older and stuff. And I mean. That's priceless to me. I go back and I'm like, man, look at this dad. Look at dad. So young. And then to tell other generations, like my 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 kids' grandkids, you know, things like that, they'll be able to go back and look at Papa Bradley and Papa Lynn. And, you know, and so I think that's one of the cool things that YouTube has afforded us, you know, in this yeah. uh, in this cool, uh, cool thing. That's why I really don't get all that frustrated at the whole, you know, jail thing because they let me out. And, you know, it's a legacy to leave for my family. For, for sure. And, um, 
I think on that note, Brad, I know your, your shop is closed. I know you've got to uh, get home to the family. Um, five hours, six hours of, of prep work, and I got to half my questions. Um, <laughs> ask, ask, ask your most important one. I'll stick around for the last one. Ask uh, your most important one. One more. No, I, no, I, I, I don't. I, the, 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 the next like three are, are an hour long a piece. So, yeah. So we're one. Gonna, Just give me one. You know, Just give me oh, one, Kev. Okay, so, so we're, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna give you one, and then we'll let you go, and then I'll, I'll have care expand on it after uh, afterwards. Um, so uh, uh, so just just this week, uh, PCA uh, had an open letter releasing. I don't know if you saw it, uh, stating to the cigar industry that we need to do better as a whole to stop using promotional images and wording that might be enticing to kids. Now everybody knows that was a direct shot at Pravada, Ezra Zion, and Lost and Found. Um, because of the, the, the cookie monster, the uh, Ezra Zion, the, uh, uh, the, the melted chocolate ice cream, uh, Lost and Found does the same thing. Um, is, it, is this a non-issue, in your opinion? Is this a non-issue, or is this something we should be looking at uh, in a little bit more depth uh, of making sure that we're not using branding that might entice a child to come into Zeal Cigars and want a cigar? <laughs> So I'm looking at my brands right now. I'm thinking about Spice Cream, Cocoa Chemist. Um, there's not many other ones other than those two that I can think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, you really don't have. No, you know. I'm just looking about my brands. I don't want the FDA going back and going like, you got things that entice kids. I'm like, you want Spice Cream? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, um, I, mean I, I looked on your website when I had this question. <laughs> but yeah, Spice, yeah. Cream, Spice Cream was I, only, really only yeah. one, but there wasn't anything particular about a Spice Cream. I just cream. don't know how any. Yeah, so so that so that that's my question before we leave you, Brad. Is is this really a non-issue? Like we shouldn't even be bringing I, this up. I think it is. I think it's. Um, I think it's more of a politically correct statement to make. You know that. Uh, you know, I, I, nobody thinks that a Cookie Monster cigar is geared towards kids. I mean, and, and statistically, the, the the first kid doesn't have his real premium cigar until he's twenty seven. That's the, like the national stat. I think. 24 to 27, I think, is what we got down. Um, it might be going younger, but I know that's what was a national stat at one point in the last couple of years. Um, <clears throat> we're talking premium cigars, handmade cigars, what we're all talking about. I'm not talking about your Swisher Sweets and everything like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the premiums. Um, it sounds more like a political, like I'm going to make this so that people think I'm sincere about it. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I think it'd been better not to make that comment versus, the, I mean, it makes you look like you're weak and you're losing a battle that you're trying to fight. And, uh, that's the, that's the hard part about it. Um, if anything, I think if we're going to do something as an industry, I think we need to continue, continue to encourage and, um, and support people who make good content like you, Kevin, and other guys like that, that are, um, good guys in the industry that are respected by many people it just it fascinates me that there's many manufacturers and many different people that have YouTube channels out there that have like five thousand followers, two thousand followers, one thousand followers, five hundred followers, and have the audacity to say things like that to you or somebody else like that. You know, like you guys know what you're talking about. You know that that's something like I'm like, dude, there's you can't you can't debate you know with the amount of people who listen you know to a message. You really can't. And so I think that's a that's a that's a huge thing, but I think the the overall that statement sounds like it's it's created out of fear or politically 
uh, politically correct statement. Um, I don't think cigar manufacturers, none of us target, you know, kids. None of us do that. Uh, we target the parents. Absolutely, we do. And who doesn't want a cookie? What what adult doesn't want a cookie, right? Okay. I think cookies can solve world peace if we just gave it a shot. Um, but in all honesty, that I, I don't think those ter- those terms or anything like that, you know, um, the branding, everything else, because we do branding well or something like that. I, I did have somebody once tell me that my branding looked cartoonish and that could be mis- misinterpreted. And I said, well, I think I think you're misinterpreting who I'm going for. Like, who doesn't like Bugs Bunny? Who doesn't like Daffy Duck? I'm 100% going for adults. I remember the old Looney Tunes. And I have skulls and everything else like that and all my branding. So it's obviously adult motivated, you know, in that. So it's kind of an interesting thing. That's why I went. That's actually why I went a marketing ploy. The skull thing was was really trending and uh, it was adult uh, oriented. When people see a, a skull on something, it's either dangerous and or it's adult oriented. So I was like, well, I'll take those two things because that's going to keep me away from the kids aspect. Right. Of this thing. So, so yeah. when you see a skull on something, you're like, OK, that's more of an adult thing. That's why I use the, the skulls and the branding and stuff, stuff like that. So. Uh, that, that that all that to say that comment sounds pretty politically correct, you know to me. So, perfect. All right, Brad, get home. Say hi to the uh, the wife and kids. Thank you guys. Thank Love you, you guys so much. Thank right. you so very much. Man. It was awesome. Take it easy, guys. Peace. All right, we'll see. We'll see you again. Peace. Bye bye. So, um, let's talk about that for uh, um, for just for just a minute. Um, now. I, I was actually kind of hard line on this uh, until I really, you know, that that open letter came out I, and I really did a lot of like reflection on it. Like I was, you know, when he when he's like uh, uh, the, the melted ice cream from Ezra Zion and, and, and Ezra's got a few of them, you know, the cookie monster from uh, from Pravada. You know, I, 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 I was down on those and I'm like, you know what, that that maybe that is you know, marketing to kids, but that, you know, I, I really thought about it the last couple of days and it's like, is it though, you know, I can understand if it's, you know, I, you know, and care, you had mentioned before, and I really thought about this, you know, uh, the micro, uh, uh, brew, you know, like the beers, you know, they have like the Skittles and they have all these like Mountain Dew's got a new, um, alcohol, yeah, har- freaking har- har- alcohol trucks that drive around that deliver yeah. drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, okay, so, that's marketing to to a, a, a child probably will see that on their parents in their fridge or on their counter, and they're probably going to be enticed to to drink that or consume that. Right. The same thing if it was a, a a food item where they can consume it. But but I'm looking back on on all these these cigars and uh, um, with these like kids brandings, I'm like, you know what? Is it really enticing to to kids? Hold on. Can I say something though? I have to say this. When I was a kid, my dad smoked cigarettes and I watched him and all the adults around me smoked cigarettes. Guess what I wanted to do? Yeah. Smoke cigarettes. Uh, drink beer. My grandfather drank a, a lot of beer and it, we had access to it if we wanted it. I'm just saying it's also about parenting too. I yeah. mean, if you're leaving alcohol or cigars out and your kid sees a cookie monster band on it or melted ice cream band, and do they know how to cut it? Do they know how to light it? That, I mean, that. That, that's that's where that's where factors. I was that's where I was really going with that. You know, if it's a if it's a, a Mountain Dew hard seltzer, it's in a fridge. A child is going to want to pull it out, open it because they know how to open a soda, and they're going to drink it. But you know, a, a Cookie Monster cigar, a melted ice cream cigar, a whatever cigar, 
if a child sees that band, are they going to go through that much ish hassle of trying to cut that cigar, light that cigar, even if they saw their parents doing it? Um, so I, I disagree with the PCA on no. this one. I, I think now that I've, I've, I've really had some time to reflect on it, I don't think that mm-hmm. that's a bad, you know, necessarily a bad thing of using imagery. It, it more falls in the line of using somebody else's trademark. That is a whole separate issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that's that, where my, that, that really needs to be addressed, but, but I don't think that using these terms really is marketing to kids. Now, now that I've had some, I, I, I did, I honestly did think that, you know, going back even before this, this uh, press release, I, I don't think the average kid is going to see a, a, a cigar in, in a humidor that they know they're not allowed into. And then like, Oh, Hey, that's got, you know, uh, uh, an image of a chocolate chip cookie on there. I would like to burn that yeah. and, 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 and put that into my mouth. But, but I have to no, or dip it in some milk. But, yeah, 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 but, right there. Yeah. We have to talk about, we're talking about influencing children, right? So we're going to say it's okay when you're sitting watching family time TV. When I was a kid growing up, I remember seeing all kinds of stuff on TV that I probably shouldn't have seen in a commercial or whatever, but also driving down the road, billboards for uh, peeping shows and nudes and all that stuff. Yes. And like grip joints. You can bring that so back, yes. But we're talking about influencing, right? We're yeah. talking about a cigar <laughs> band versus everything else that's out there in the world. So we're going to, you know, attack that. Like, that just seems so small and stupid because a lot of that is nostalgic from our own childhood. So as an adult, I would smoke the shit out of something that had a transformer on it or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I yeah. find that stuff appealing to me as an adult. But as as a kid, you're, you're really probably never going to see that cigar. My so, next cigar is a transformer, Jeff. So you blew my cover. yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. You know, so so I I, I agree. <laughs> you know, so so I I I you know I I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it. I I I don't like the uh, uh, uh the trademark infringement thing of it, but uh, right. I don't I don't see an issue. Care what are your, what are your thoughts on? And and uh, I, I my my knee is on fire. I got to get up and stretch for a second. So I'm gonna have you and Jessica pontificate on this for a uh, a minute. Okay. <laughs> Wow, Kev. Kev's asked, Kev asked my opinion and he bails. He, Kev asked me my opinion and he bails. Thanks, Kev. Um, all right. I'm all ears, Kev. I'm listening. Thanks, Jess. We're, we're, uh, we, we, we're uh, the same mind right now after the uh, 10 minute review abuse on me. Um, I, I think Kevin brought up some, some really good examples, right? So you're talking about marketing. Um, I mean, it, when you start looking at the different alcohols that are out there, the alcoholic ice cream, um, yeah. uh, you know, the Mountain Dew seltzer. If you have kids that drink Mountain Dew, what are the odds of them grabbing Mountain Dew seltzer accidentally, right? Uh, or yeah. eating ice cream and, 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 and eating al- eating alcohol uh, ice cream and so on. You see the ice cream trucks, but they're now trucks for adults that serve, you know, different uh, frozen drinks and, and, and alcohol ice cream. So. You know, I, I think, you know, that's a completely different vein that I think is kind of getting a little bit out of hand personally. And when you talk about influencing a cigar is a cigar, a cigar is a cigar. If you Like you said earlier, when you see you see your you know family smoking and drinking, you know, that's kind of what you, you see. Yeah, I want to smoke. I want to drink. Um, so it doesn't matter if there's a cookie monster band on it or if there's, you know, a, a brand name cigar brand on it, band on it. 
if the right. you know if 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 you're going to influence a, a child, you're going to influence a child from what you're doing. Uh, personally, right. um, I think when it comes to uh, the PCA statement, I think Brad was 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 right with the, a political statement because one of the things with the FDA regulations that we've talked about so much and at uh, at nauseum, but it, it's needed to be discussed, is the FDA regulating uh, the cigar industry and, and and really unfairly, you know, when, when you really kind of break it down, which I oh, won't, yeah, but I um, one of the biggest criticisms was why does, you know, the cigar industry needs to do a better job of policing and, um, um, you know, doing it themselves, basically, right? Instead of the FDA yep. coming in, and regulating, why can't the cigar industry do a better job of regulating itself? I think this was probably a political statement that was a little bit more um, of, of, a, of a half-hearted effort of trying to begin the policing of, of the industry and starting off with really the the number one hotspot that has been a hotspot with tobacco, the T word, and that is the children's use of tobacco products. Right. And I think that's where it comes from. I think it is a half-hearted effort to to begin the regulation of the industry and leading off with you know what they feel may be a big hit, which is um, you know the Elmos and these you know melted ice creams, cigars. And realistically, if you want to regulate the cigar industry, it needs to be a little bit of a better effort than going at the easy layup, which is children because realistically brad pointed out which is true the statistics show you know the first smoker 27 average smoker 30s whatever how many cigars they smoke in a day um so i i think it's i think it's a big nothing burger when it comes to uh cigar smoking and 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 children smoking cigars or having access to it you know i agree i i I mean kids are going to have access to mountain dew hard seltzer and alcoholic ice cream versus being able to you know, be in a, in a cigar club that, that, you know, your monthly subscription is going to give you an Elmo cigar. You know, I don't see a nine-year-old filling out that paperwork online and uh, putting in a credit card and saying, I can't wait to get that Elmo cigar. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't see that. So I really do think it is a, a half-hearted effort at trying to, 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 to do self-regulation. And it's just taking the easy, the easy and probably the one that they're hearing the most. And, 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 in in the other side, flipping the other side of the coin with the PCA, when you're dealing with the government, they're probably looking at some of the real big whoppers that are out there. And, you know, you're talking about uh, the, the, the family, I can't remember the exact name, it's the, uh, t- the Family Tobacco Act, um, which is the, the, the piece of legislation that allows the FDA to really regulate the tobacco industry. And, and you know, when you have a piece of legislation that's called the Family Tobacco Act, of course, you're going to go and you're going to start, you know, uh, uh, start at the top, which is, you know, the uh, the marketing to children and and take kind of like I said, that easy layup when in reality, um, what you're doing, in my opinion, and this is not the expressed opinion of the show, um, <laughs> is you're, you're almost you're almost validating the 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 FDA and the complaints that cigars are targeting or can be consumed by children by doing that In, instead of really putting up it ain't put up a fight but continuing that fight that it is not you know an industry that is you know heavily accessed or utilized by by children i think you're almost confirming that this is a concern 
when it really isn't a concern. You know, right. if you want to, if you really want to address concerns, you know, address some of the concerns in the industry. If you want to tackle things like flavored cigars, or if you want to tackle things like new brands, or if you want to tackle things like cigars being imported illegally, tackle those those things that are real, and and, and stop tackling you know things that really are 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 not real. Right, I agree. I, I I agree. I was listening for a couple minutes prior. I was just standing off to the side and because uh, I, I just had to stretch. Uh, yeah. Right. Hey, Frank wants to know what Morgan Freeman would say. What's what's that? What would what what, what was would, that? What would Morgan Freeman say? Care? Oh yeah. Well, interesting concept. When I was a child, we all smoked cigars. <laughs> it was common, but back then, there were billboards with peep shows, like Jessica said. <laughs> And for uh, for a nickel, you can go in and you can see a bear honey. But that was normal. That was normal back then. Now things are different. Right. It was normal to go into your like local uh, store to rent a video. Yes, VHS, and they had a curtain, and that was like the naughty section, and it yeah. would always be like skewed to the side. Poke your head like, in there, see if you do anybody. Yeah, like peeking to see like yeah. what kind of like. You know, naughty stuff you could see. Like, I mean, it's everywhere. It's like things that are influencing people is everywhere. So. I, I think, but I, I still think Kevin hit the nail on the head when you talked about the, the Mountain Dew seltzer. And what's funny is, you know, as the cigar industry, because tobacco is bad, tea, the T word, as, you know, PCA is releasing a statement about, you know, uh, you know, marketing and, and we're trying to convince the FDA that it's not marketed kids. The alcohol industry is running wild with, with. I mean, I, I swear to God, I'm expecting like you know, the the alcoholic pacifier to come out soon, and no one will say anything about it. You know, here's the Jose Cuervo tequila flavor and pacifier, and it'll yeah. be cool, it'll be on the shelves, and people will buy it, and no one will say anything about it. But if you smoke a premium cigar that may have an ice cream cone on it, they're going to sit there and say that you're marketing towards kids. I agree. I mean, this can go like so much deeper. Like it's such a rabbit hole. Cause it's like no different than if you go like also like for sexuality, like going to a museum, like, you know, there's a lot of old paintings with a lot of nudity or sculptures, you know, kids can see that they have eyes, you know? So I just find everything that people try to say and do. It's, it's like, it's okay in one area, but not okay in another. It's, it's just, I think it is a lot political and it's appeasing a small mass of people for no reason. Yeah. Th th thank God all those uh, uh, sculptures and paintings uh, that depict the naked guys. I think they have small ding-dongs because uh, if yes, they were, if they were overly big, I'd be like, take that down. That is unrealistic. <laughs> you know, so, but, uh, but yeah, but so on the packaging, That's like, not eight I'm, inches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to go out and try the new Mountain Dew seltzer because the can looks amazing. That's the only reason it's Mountain Dew. Why would I not want to try it? You know, but but like I said, the uh, uh, the 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 cookie cigar or the ice cream cigar or the whatever. I don't I don't care. You know, I, that doesn't make me want to go out because I know, you know, as an adult, that it's not going to taste like a cookie. It's not going to taste like no. ice cream. But you know, and, and the kids. But I also and, think and, and the kids are common sense. So you know, what I'm yeah, saying? and like, the kids, I mean, yeah, and the kids aren't going to eat it. And in those houses. The kids have seen their fathers and their mothers smoking a cigar. You know, even at a young age, 
like, you know, yeah, so maybe a kid goes, yeah, I, I kind of want to smoke a cigar, you know, because my dad smokes cigars, my mom smokes cigars, you know, so that That's that the is monster band. It's the cigar. Yeah, it's the yeah, actual, yeah. So what they're it, doing, hanging out, talking to families, you know, smoking a cigar, yes. having a beer, you be, know, be, like Jess be, said, you always want to be like, I want to be at the table with with, 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 with the adults, you know. Yes. You know, you know sit yeah, there, yeah. We'd, we'd sit there, you know, drink, we'd smoke our fake cigars. Yep. You know, the, the dad would pour a little bit of beer in your glass. Say, "Here you go, have at it." And you thought you were king shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Which we all explains a lot of my drinking problems. Yeah. So yeah, so we all we all want to sit at the grown ups table for Thanksgiving because we want to be a part of that. So right. we're not gonna we know, we're not gonna ban turkey and stuffing because the kids want to be with the adults doing adult things. Right. So yeah, it's, so it's natural. It's natural, but you see, I also, I also think that there is, you know, like anything else, there is going to be some sliver of truth. And it, you know, if you're in an industry, you know that the FDA is hammering down, and they got a watchful eye, and they're criticizing everything you do, and you're like, you know what, f you, I'm going to come out with a Skittle cigar. I, I think you're, you know, you're, 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 you're starting you're to push and you're fighting against uh, a, a body that's just. You're not going to win. It's going to be impossible. And like I said, what you're going to do is you're gonna, you're going to solidify their argument, and and then you know you have a statement like this, which I think further solidifies the argument of the FDA, which is which is you know like I said, a half-hearted effort, and nonsensical. Um, but I it, it 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 always just boggles my mind uh, when when it comes to that because you know what I said outside, you know I've picked up uh, Joseph at school. I picked up my, my niece um, and, and, and at school and I sit outside of a high school and they let out and you see the kids come out. Not once have I ever seen a kid walk out, sit on the bench, pull out a cigar, a cutter, cut a cigar, light it and sit there and comfortably smoke a cigar. What you see them do is dig in their bag and grab their vape machine and start vaping yeah. and going down the road. Yeah, vaping and, their cotton candy, their birthday cake. Exactly. Their, yeah. And if and if you want to take a look at something that that really is in, you know attractive to kids, enticing kids, and so on and so forth, I think that is something that seriously should be looked at. Um, and, and and not a cigar lounge that's selling cigars that you know kids aren't going to be rolling in there. It wasn't like we were kids when you rolled into the you know the, the local grocery store where you had all that stuff accessible. I just I think it's I think it's a little crazy. So all right, everybody start typing in the word cigar. Start typing in the word cigar. So now it's time for the tapping ash and taking names giveaway presented by Amendola Family Cigars. Uh, tonight you're going to get a, a a Corona cigar beanie that will probably smell like cigar smoke uh, because it has been sitting on my desk this whole show. Um, maybe I should have put that in a plastic bag. Um, so, but you're going to be a cigar smoker anyway, so you're probably not going to notice it. Uh, you're going to get a three pack of cigars from our uh, uh, from Amendola Family Cigars. Um, you're going to get uh, uh, the Padrino and two others. Padrino is uh, our fan favorite here at uh, uh, Cigar Prop HQ, and uh, I think there's a Cremoso, and then there's another one in there. Um, and then you're going to get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cigars. These are uh, the the Dead Dave giveaway pack. Not okay to say. Yeah, so Dave, <laughs> Dave would appreciate that we named uh, a cigar pack. I'm uh, sure he would. He, but... I'm sure he would. Like if I was to pass tomorrow, someone had 
you know, the dead Kevin giveaway cigar pack, I would feel honored. Oh but yes, my, my good buddy Dave Preck, Long Care Dave, always chimed in every week, watched the show, passed away. Um, I got all of his cigars from his wife, and uh, each and every week we're giving away a, uh, an amazing prize pack um, dedicated to Dave. So if you smoke one, definitely smoke one in his honor. Share with friends. There's plenty of them in the pack. Uh, can um, we just, uh, I just have to interrupt for a second. I won something today. I never win, and I won uh, first place through uh, Rocky Patel's 1,000 um, subscriber giveaway i won their top prize which is their leather briefcase with like you could put a thing of like um alcohol it came with cups and all this stuff and i'm super excited yes. i won something yeah <laughs> jessica won, a, it, it, I won it's a major award it is a major it's award. a major so award excited. um so, so yeah idea. it's beautiful and luckily we get to go down to the great smoke in a couple weeks um and then uh, uh she can bring it down and i know rocky nish and nimish will be there Maybe they'll get to sign her uh, her cool case that she won. Very but yeah, the Rocky cool. Patel uh, hundred thousand subscriber uh, Instagram giveaway. Um, so so super awesome. So there's only two people that can't win tonight: uh, the Scafidi Project and Hunted Wumpus. So let's go ahead and uh, and, and share this. Uh, oh, they got an extra camera on a uh, on thing. Oh, we got a hey, Care. Did you see that on your uh, when you click to the uh, the share screen? What's you can that? go to. They have an extra camera now. We're gonna have to. Uh, extend. Oh yeah, you're saying that they're gonna do that. Yeah, uh, it looks like that is. Uh, we'll have to uh, uh, see what uh, see what that's all about. So, but uh, that's uh, that's neither he that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so let's see who wins tonight. Um, let's see, Brad, read the Zeal cigars. We're gonna type in cigar. I gotta teach Jessica how to do this, and she can do this. Come on, Jess. I could easily do it. He's just a control. You, you can. I, I like I, how he tries to be like, I have to teach her. Please, Kevin, just relinquish, relinquish Come on, Kevin. control. <laughs> yes. It's okay to let other people do stuff. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Just had my back tonight. Oh, Philip Price. So, Philip Price. That is not a name I, I have. Uh, he, I, he just he recently started watching us. So, so, so right on. Uh, Philip, uh, uh, send me a uh, an email, kevin at cigarprop.com. Hey, um, Kev, you know, if, if Kev, you forget Kev, that, go. Yeah. Can, can we? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, 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 I was going to say, go to cigarprop.com. There is a form. Contact us if you happen to don't remember Kevin at cigarprop.com. But care, I, I know you try to wait for a break, but I know you breathe through your skin, and I know it's difficult <laughs> to, to, to get a word in. Can, can, is it possible to do another giveaway tonight? We can do another giveaway. You want to do another one? What, I want to do the, uh, the Stogie Road uh, Cigars uh, four pack uh, Lancero sampler. Oh, right on. What? What? Uh, uh, do you want to uh, uh, do the cigar? Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Oh, yep. You all get, right. So you get the uh, the Lancero, the the Big Tony, which is a Maduro San Andreas uh, uh, barber pole, the Sandela, which is a Candela and the uh, San Andreas barber pole, the Edition Thirty Five, uh, which is the Habana Maduro and Connecticut, and then you'll get the Sweetgrass Gringo, which is a uh, a, a Connecticut and a uh, Candela. So, so right on. So anybody that hasn't chimed in or, uh, or typed in cigar yet, definitely type in the word cigar. Um, we'll, we'll give it a, a second here and um, we'll, we'll pull from the same uh, the, the same list. This is my last curveball I ever do, Kevin, I promise. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, speak, speaking of curveball. So you are known as Care Viajante, Carrie, yeah. Cur. Brad is the first one that called you Cure, C-U-R-E, Cure. 
You know, it must be so, part of the whole cardinal thing. He must think I have the ability to cure. Yeah. Slowly, gradually turned into cure. Yeah, cure. He's like, "Hey, cure, cure." I thought that was uh, that that was that was awesome. So uh, that's a new one. So so we're gonna go. Let me let me let me go back here and uh and uh refresh this screen. Yeah, I don't see it. So all right, throwing them off, Jess. I guess. Well, I just wanted to make sure that we uh um uh we that we do a whole new screen. And we'll do cigar once again. So that's everybody that was that chimed in the first time. You'll uh, you'll get a chance. So we had a couple more entries from uh, from last time. So W O B fourteen ninety two. So all right, you had the uh, we we put your question. Kevin, up. Are you writing this down? Yes. C considering that you know I write it down. Oh, okay. Every, every week. Yes. Like, I, see, control. Yes. Let it so, go. So, do me a oh, up, Jess. There's nothing That's it. Up. Uh, Just do me a favor. Kevin at cigarprop.com. I'll forward your information to Cure, and uh, we'll get you your, uh, your, 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 your prize pack out to you. And, yes, we actually – there was probably, I don't know, at least four or five questions. And I knew when I, when I sent you – remember I told you earlier when I'm like, we're not going to get to half of these. No. You know, so – but uh, I think it was a fantastic show, like it always is, with uh, with with Brad and. Um, I scanned. I scanned the questions. I, was, I when I looked at them, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just great. Just, just just laugh. Like we're we're never getting through this. So um, <laughs> next week, uh, the um, so Monday night. So so Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. So we're not doing a a broadleaf bully show. So we're gonna do a uh, Monday night. It's going to be uh, Care Jessica. And Jennifer uh, 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 cares a better half on the show. We're going to do a live uh, broadleaf bully show. Um, Care will try and come up with a uh, you know some kind of content to discuss. That way, if people want to ask questions on that. Whatever, we probably won't do anything, but uh, definitely tune in. And because uh, no, it is Valentine's Day. That's why we don't have a. That's why we don't have a real guest. Nobody wanted Valentine's Day. It's going so, to be uh, a very, 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 very interesting therapeutic show, I think. It, it, it is. So, uh, um, yeah, especially it's, because I have to work. Yeah, Jessica's got to work. So, so it'll be so it'll be a great show. So make sure you so make sure you tune in next Sunday for a, a live broadleaf bully show where we're just going to be talking about anything and everything. And um, as always, remember if you're interested in, I tap that cigar merchandise. Head over to cigarprop.com or tap that cigar.com. Make sure you're following Care. He's got the new cigars. Um, uh, Stogie Road Cigars, VSR Cigar Fam. Everything's in the links below. All of our social medias on uh, Instagram, Jessica, me, Care. You can find those um, in the show notes down below. And once again, we want to thank our sponsors, advertisers, partners for making this show possible. Thank you, J.C. Newman Cigars. We do have some J.C. Newman Cigars coming. Hopefully starting next week, we'll be able to throw a couple of those in in the price packs. Um, uh uh, Amendola Family Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Excelsior Tobacco, makers of the Doña Lydia, GTO Cigars, those who know, smoke GTO, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset. Care, what would you like to leave everybody with uh, tonight? The Silent Green is soon coming. Yes. And the, and the Buddy Packs will be available. And as I always say, life is short, grab a Buddy and smoke a cigar. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, everybody, we will see you next week.